0: like the third time someone pointed out to me on a YouTube video, Mm -hmm. there's a comment that goes, oh my god, I thought you were a nerdy black guy. (laughs) 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 Nice.
1: Welcome to Laser Time, everybody, which I've decided to call uh, the internet's fourth leading uh, pop culture comedy podcast. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. (laughs) If you're unaware of what we do here, we talk silliness in a a pop culture shell made of Uh, gooey movies and creamy TV shows and stupid cartoons. What's the nougat? Uh, The nougaty center would definitely be Duckman, I think. (laughs) It somehow gets brought up on every show at this point. Somehow
2: means you bring up Duckman on every show. Well,
1: it's on... I'm... I'm now rediscovering marijuana and Duckman, which is all on YouTube. They're a perfect <laughs> combination.
2: No, I,
0: I was actually asking, what the hell is nougat? I have no idea what nougat yeah. is. I
2: don't made of.
1: It's part of the future. Yeah. Ah. Which, which. We'll hold on. Oh. We'll get into that. I am Chris Antista. Who else do we have with us today?
2: Diana Goodman.
1: Tyler Wilde. and very special guest Jeffrey Goodman. Jeffrey Yay. Goodman, any relation?
3: Uh, yes, I'm <laughs> Diana's brother. Then you actually listen to this garbage? I do, except I will say I kind of fade in and out about things that I don't uh, really appreciate, video which games. are uh, video games, anime, wrestling. and wrestling. Mm. Mm. And so uh, those are
0: the only three things in this house. You're yeah. definitely over thirty. I <laughs> <laughs>
3: barely. Mostly that that's a good prime. Those are prime
1: laser times for dishes, because mm-hmm. then I don't really hear it as well. <laughs> But you just zone out. Maybe maybe bake yeah. yourself something, clean something around the house. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. Uh, but we yeah, we hope well, we out. do have a anime pre- uh, fall anime preview article up. Thank mm. you this is Curtis Azabasad Stone on LeisureTimePodcast.com. But this that's not what this show is about. You had no. sort of proposed Diana thought you you in order to <laughs> for you to come on the show, you had to uh, bargain with a topic. Yeah, I I think He's a
2: contest winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he won the contest. It's a two-part contest of come up with a topic and be related to me Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been enough the, the Goodmans the Goodmans did something right or something weird with you people because <laughs> Diana is a fucking is fucking awesome on the show I oh, love all you. the crap you, yeah. you grew up in the same environment
3: I did my girlfriend accuses me of being from the 1920s because <laughs>
2: yeah Michael has pointed that out about me too he said that our family was a vaudeville act
3: uh, yeah, well, I think some of it is is stuff that made sense maybe in the twenties that got passed on to our parents. You know, where we're talking about our you know you're eating like the Cossacks are in Camden. That is
1: doubly irrelevant. <laughs> to I us. didn't get that at all. I had no idea what that meant. It, it makes more sense. Are they playing at Warp Tour?
3: If you're a Philadelphia Jew in like 1920, <laughs> uh, it's less relevant if you're growing up in Huntington Beach. in but the you 90s. you
1: brought up um, the topic of dystopian futures, and that probably is. For me to
0: load up my Google Doc, um, and you were telling us about a class.
1: Yeah, that not just like yeah. We, what this is basically we're calling this what's your favorite future? Yeah, like your favorite version of the future um, that you've seen and. Certain aspects. This will mostly okay. be movies, though. We'll mostly mm-hmm. be talking about movies specifically. Sorry, book lover. But uh, <laughs> but then, like, you, we were just downstairs, and you, were, you you dropped this bombshell on us that we might have an expert.
3: Uh, or- I wouldn't. Uh, sure. Uh, no, I was asked to sub uh, for a friend of mine in a, a college prep class on utopias and dystopias uh, in New Orleans, where I live, and it was uh, very interesting talking to these uh, you know high school juniors, mostly 16, seven year olds, and realize. All their favorite things are dystopias. Hmm. You know, it's uh, Hunger Games, Maze Runner, Divergent. Divergent. And I I end up having to talk about things that I don't know very well, which is... Uh, you know, you're Thomas Aquinas and you're St. Augustine. and That's what you had mentioned, like your, your, your Bible
1: version of Utopias.
3: Yeah, they didn't care about that. We we would talk about Plato's Republic and we're like, oh, you know, Plato says that everyone has these soul metals inside of them and that determines what kind of job they have. Scientologists. Be... And, <laughs> and, you know, this woman, this girl next to me would be like, oh, it's just like Divergent. I was like, yes, Plato's
1: Republic is a lot like Divergent. <laughs> um, but... Is, is interesting. That would have been that's that's perfect time for sitcom laughter. That's exactly the kind of joke, the oddball comedian teacher. Yeah, um,
3: but they loved it. They were just, I mean, that's that's their favorite stuff. And you know, I, I don't interact with a lot of, of the youth of today. And I think it's they they are very distrustful of government and they are very distrustful of basically everything, which is honestly a good idea if you're a 16 year old growing up in inner city New Orleans. Um, and so they they I think really love dystopias a lot hmm. because they feel like we're just heading that way anyway. Because they saw exactly. Like, I,
1: I put this mostly on the burden of movies that we've seen that are set in the future mm-hmm. and I want to to budding sci-fi authors everywhere. <laughs> uh, leave your future date unspecified. <laughs> um, Starship Troopers. No date. Mm-hmm. Westworld. No date. Brazil. No date. Robocop. The original. No date. Fahrenheit 451. No date. They'll always be relevant because I think even right. if you're suspending this belief, eh, it's just an alternate universe. This is yeah. this is an else, else world story that's going to happen.
0: What about Waterworld? Did that have a date?
1: It did have a, it date. Did have a date. It oh. does. It does have a date. do so, want to get ahead of us. So what? Well, I mean, I do want to talk about our favorite versions of the future, sure. but this first this first segment is completely about movies that set a date for the future, uh, and we have passed that already. Oh, okay. uh, prior to 2014 as of this recording i know many of you will be listening to this in 2022 because <laughs> god knows we'll still be around we have longevity and i want the, the king of it the king of it well here's here's an because it doesn't bother me obviously i have the suspension i love uh dystopian future movies mm-hmm. uh it doesn't bother me terribly but it does bum me out that like this this thing that's supposed to be timeless put a fucking expiration date on its plausibility yeah and I, I, I don't know. I always go back to this trailer.
0: New York, 1997. <laughs> the entire city is a walled maximum security prison. So, does
1: anybody know what that movie is? Uh, it's Escape, it's from, Escape New from New York. It is totally Escape from New York. Escape from New York put yeah. it's, its. I was going to say an, Escape from LA. It's, but it's like. <laughs> it, it shouldn't be faulted for that. The opening shot is of the Twin Towers. Like, you clearly yeah. cannot foresee everything. Um, Uh I I, I think
2: the the first time I saw the whole thing all the way through, Mm -hmm. I'd seen big chunks of it. The first time I saw it all the way through is about 2002. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when he lands the glider on the Twin Towers and then there's a shot over the side, I just kind of went, oh.
1: And the the coolest thing. Then I I got over it Isaac Hayes showed up. (laughs) I'm sorry if I brought this up before. Definitely watch Escape from New York. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Oh my God, It's John Carpenter's Escape from New York. Kids who play video games, the basis for uh, Solid Snake, Snake Plissken, Kurt Russell. Find out why oh, yeah. Kurt... Dude, your, your only homework uh, this week is to find out why Kurt Russell's awesome. There's you can't, so many examples. You can't
0: keep playing Metal Gear games mm-hmm. unless you watch this film. That's, but yes. You, I mean, you shouldn't be allowed to, actually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Kojima should actually come to your house and slap Metal Gear Solid Five out of your hand and say, No! No. no.
1: Here, that's your Phantom page.
0: Chris, you say it's dated, it's plausibility, but isn't New York kind of a prison anyway? (laughs) Yes. If your version
1: version of prison is uh, standing outside Good Morning America and working at the Disney store, then yeah. 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 Uh, A little bit.
2: Yep. (laughs) it's it's not. Yes.
1: But the absolute absolute king of this. King of this. Mm. Um, One of my favorite books, Richard Matheson's uh, I Am Legend. Oh, yeah. I Am Legend has been made into a movie... Three times, three Three times. Starting first of all, um, yeah, yeah. But the first with Vincent Price in (laughs) with uh, the Last Man on Earth, that movie was set in what year? 1968. (laughs) It's, it's, It's set in 1968. The Omega Man, the remake from the 70s, like. What, the, the 60s, please. That's not when the world ends. It was, Come on. I,
2: I went, it was early 90s, wasn't it's it? It's
1: 1997. Yes. So the same universe. And then, and then they remade it, what feels to me, very recently. But I mm-hmm. guess it isn't.
0: It wasn't? The Will Smith remake? The
1: Will Smith remake is set... Around 2009, 2012. oh nine two thousand twelve. No, the future it depicts we are long past.
0: God, when was it made? Two thousand. I think oh eight. Ten, eight? No,
1: I remember. I, I remember. I read the book again, and then drove out to San Francisco in oh six. And like my fucking MySpace header was I am Legend because no one had heard of it yet. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then
0: yeah, you were cool once. Yeah. and then it's like, it just Will Smith and his
1: such a fucking cool title. I can't believe they made th- two movies before using the title I am I Legend. Know.
2: Omega like, right. Man. Come Omega on. Man is good. it's kind of vague. It's like well, he's the last of something.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
3: or that's, is and that's he like the, the
2: ultimate of that's
1: something? That's what the book is primarily about. There's at least a deleted scene that sort of hints at that, that. This is like, yes, man's fault, but the natural evolution of humanity and mm-hmm. that Neville is kind of an asshole who runs into homes killing. Yeah. Uh, so he's eventually put on trial. And the Omega Man does actually have that seen in some respects and like they will remember me so the last seen I the watched. will
0: smith one mm-hmm. <laughs> but i assume at the end he just wins
1: no he, does. well, he, no. he doesn't well no? no no
2: not in either ending he doesn't yeah win, oh I, win.
0: I i i didn't give hollywood enough credit i apologize Hollywood. well you didn't
1: give the movies will smith ruins enough credit fuck you know what i, I meant to <laughs> I, go ahead keep going on because there was one thing i want to bring up is i just found out about it recently because watch escape from new york and they have all these like CG maps of the city. And it's like yeah. as an example of like how expensive CG was and is, it's not real CG. It's it's models it's with a, it's, tape on it. It's models with LED uh lights on. Not them. even it's wow. just reflect it's yeah. like reflective tape. It's it's tronish. It's yeah. it's it's a real model and like you look at it now and it still looks like v- computer vector graphics. Too expensive. Yeah, wow. they had to make a real model and line it with neon. It's
3: like a 15 foot model of Lower Manhattan, right. and they just put tape on it on all the edges of the building to make it look like a vector graphic. Neat. And it's, it that effect crazily That's really Faking clever. CGI
1: holds up.
3: You guys yes. holds up. You can do that in your in your garage. Yeah, I guess you can so. make Escape from New York in your
1: garage. But, also,
3: Snake, very good Halloween costume if you're desperate.
1: <laughs> yes, all you need is an eye patch and a caveman lawyer wig. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fucking. But I, what I love about I Am Legend is they, there was one uh, Easter egg in there, and it's almost accurate. I think I know who it. Yeah, is. Batman, Batman versus Batman Superman. Superman. Batman Superman movie poster. You oh. can see briefly as he drives through, like, uh, a. Yeah. It, do- it doesn't make sense in the timeline, but, like. Yeah. <laughs> but it's <laughs> just
2: the logos, too, and it's like a Times Square or something mm-hmm. where it's, like, just barely pans past. But it's such it. a
1: cool logo, like, I mean, because it's based the off the comics. Yeah. Uh, but um, other movies set before 2014 in a dystopian future and you don't have to like that's that sort of thing i want to find like what is your favorite future and i guess we should get to that later because almost all movie futures are dystopian pointing out the arrogance of trying to well, depict it's, the it's only Star Trek that goes that's what I was going to say it's, everything's
0: yeah. I mean we have war mm-hmm. and there's conflict because otherwise we don't have a story but you never go back to Earth and look at suffering there it's just everything's yeah. fine on Earth actually mm-hmm. everyone's great yeah we're making <laughs> we're making
1: problems in the rest of the universe yeah now. we're
0: all yeah. doing fine <laughs> other than whatever the fuck Kirk and Picard yeah. are up to. Well, no,
2: it's that we're all doing fine, and some assholes from down the street are trying to mess with that. Yeah. yeah. They're showing up and being jerks, and it's like, um, we're all fine, join the fine club.
0: Yeah. Conflict is this isolated thing it's, where it's, it's like someone's mad that we're all doing fine. I, I can't, it, maybe I think part of
1: that has to do with the fact that Star Trek started on television, mm. where maybe mm. every week we don't want to see a depressing <laughs> future. Maybe we can't afford to depict one. Uh, Every week
2: No I think from what I read Gene Roddenberry was very specific about About that It's a beautiful concept You know blacks and whites working together There's gonna be a Russian guy He's not Soviet He is Russian Mm -hmm. Because that's gonna all work itself out It's gonna be cool
1: That's uh, Such foresight Uh, This um, A Clockwork Orange
2: Oh is that of a year?
1: It uh, it does according to the the internet Um, And I can (laughs) totally see that Like the book probably May have spit out a, a date um, huh. It doesn't make sense even when you watch it, but that would be nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five is well, the year Clockwork Orange is set. I'm,
2: I'm getting a theme going hmm. of uh, millennial jitters. <laughs> no one's going for two thousand two, which sounds more futuristic. <laughs> it does. Everyone's going for the we're almost out of time. The odometer's rolling over dates. Well, I just
1: can't believe the the, hmm. the brazenness of like setting making making this future movie. Did. Maybe, did you really make it with no concept that someone would be watching this in 10 or 20 years and you might be wrong? Or does it not matter as much as I'm making it sound?
0: I think they thought about that less. I would say yeah. in the 60s, 70s, 80s, the idea of people in the 90s watching their work was mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like not that was a concern. concern. Who cares? Yeah, you're, you're, right, you're right. I mean, I feel like even it's <laughs> the shit? same way because even just looking back to TV shows from the 90s mm-hmm. or early 2000s even, not that long ago, it's like man, you had just no concept of how time would move on Yeah, from otherwise
1: this. they never would have had Bugs Bunny uh, squint his eyes to make fun of the Japanese, if they cared at all how people <laughs> in the future would receive their product.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there's a side of history you are and aren't on. and <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs> uh, This was super weird to me, because I was streaming uh, the game D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die, the latest from the creator of Deadly Premonition. And you don't have to know what that is, but everybody, everybody like... This looks like Scanner Darkly because they didn't. It, mm. No one really knew what the. I'm like, how does so many fuck? How many so many? How many of you know what Scanner Darkly is? Like I mean, <laughs> that movie's not run on cable every day. Like that's no. crazy. A uh, small Richard weird. Linklater movie. Robert pre Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. in it, making the movie grand to watch. But uh, <laughs> what do you call that? Not rotoscoping. Was it rotoscoping? The animation yeah. process. Yeah, yeah so. I mean, that is what they called it where they is, where
0: but... they basically draw over yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're doing it digitally here, yeah. so it has a certain look. No, not yeah. the Bakshi way, where he would just do shit.
2: Yeah, it's more artistic and fluid yeah, than just tracing. Where they actually add tracing. things to it. Yeah. But uh, you, know what? you know why sci-fi
0: sometimes feels hmm. homogenous? Because hmm. who wrote A Scanner Darkly? Dick. Philip K. Dick. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> who wrote every other sci-fi film you've yeah. seen in the past ten Dick. years? Philip K. Dick. Bradbury. Or Bradbury. Uh, or Asimov, uh, Stephen King. Or King. Mm-hmm. Uh, said
1: there are like five guys said, who made
0: every sci-fi story you said know. said in 2006...
1: And I do sort of admire Maybe, people who oh. bother to set their movies two to three years in the future. It's like, ah, does that little I give a shit about your problems, Christopher? <laughs> um, guess what year... All right, got to get my sound effects up now. Guess what year Death Race 2000 is set in? Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in a future where we will play a deadly game... Of...
0: 1999. Ooh, sorry, sorry. Oh, oh uh,
2: 3,080. 3, Ooh, so somebody,
1: according to somebody in the internet, Mystery Science Theater 3,000... Literally does take place in the year three thousand, and I'm just baffled that I never thought I never bothered thinking about that.
2: I just don't know I don't if any of that, that is established. I there mean, would we be, know, there there know it been fewer Morrissey references. It's next Sunday, AD. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing. fine. Diana, so it is in the future. Pointed technically
2: it is in the future. It's always in the future. But oh, the but
0: saying that it takes place in the year three thousand would be. Potentially more accurate than any of these totally. other films. Like, I could see space travel in yes. the year 3000. I can, potentially. I can see
1: making a decent living as a mad scientist. But it's, yeah. it's set in the year 3000, but every
3: reference stops in 1995. <laughs> yeah. It goes even further back of, than that. A a lots lot of, of, of myths. Sununu t- references. That's, that's <laughs> the
0: hilarious danger of setting your thing too far in the future. Like, Star Trek always cracks me up because, like, why is it that? you aren't referencing philosophers and mm-hmm. artists that I've never heard of from the year <laughs> 2560. Yeah. That'd be more... That'd Why be... are you only referencing people from... That was a quote when, from Banksy, ...when the show Tyler. was made and before?
1: I just quoted Banksy. It's uh, that <laughs> pe- like,
0: people really still love Arthur Conan Doyle in this future. <laughs> like No one's written a better novel do you like think
1: we about just detectives? because it's a utopia doesn't mean they stamped out pretension that would be <laughs> an
3: amazing uh, science fiction property that just everyone's constantly referring to these, these th- things never things, heard of. these philosophers yeah. like well of course as so-and-so says you know in 2435 everyone's like well that's a great oh, thing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you got me there yeah he did say that we all know that because we learn about it in school
1: um the <laughs> Oh, this is stupid. The 1994 Double Dragon movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, that it's, it's set in 2007. Starring Robert
2: Patrick's amazing hair. Yeah. Uh,
1: yes. He goes bl- full blonde, right? Yep. Yeah. Full fucking, blonde and spiky. Um, Transformers the movie, the 1986 version, set in 2005. Wow. Why? And I don't know. Yeah, it's, the why for I can, a year? The only thing I can what? think of is that because they knew Steven Spielberg would produce a movie around that same year. <laughs> And erase erase that movie's history. uh Time Cop, two thousand four. Oh, time cop um, good.
3: I what, what, well, which part of Time Cop? Because doesn't he go that's time? True.
1: See these. Oh. These are the complicated. His
2: his current day is 2004 I haven't seen Time Cop in a long time. And yeah. then, it's
1: uh, that's not your fault. Yeah, don't okay. worry about it. I don't watch. <laughs> I don't want anybody to I, want to watch Time I Cop 100% as a result of, of the There are there are better places to watch Jean Claude Van Damme do splits, even though that's the only takeaway. I think
3: the time cop is where I got the idea that if you uh, go back to the past and touch yourself, yes. Yes. Then you like, impl- you melt together and yes. disappear. And
2: Ron Silver explodes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the same matter and it can't ex- occupy the same space, which doesn't make sense that just touching yeah. Is now occupying the same space. Shouldn't she
1: just have a finger or something? We did, I don't know if we brought that up. In t- I do love that principle of time travel, though. Yeah, I, that's
2: that's a good way of doing that you it. That can't you can't interfere
1: can't...
0: with yourself and create a paradox. Yeah, like there's like.
2: That you physically can't. You just physically touch can't. Yourself. It might be idiotic evidence
1: of a soul, but like that two objects that are the exact same cannot occupy the same
0: moment. It's
1: pretty I'm neat. more I right. more
0: like but the idea that like causality sim- simply won't allow mm-hmm. any, any interaction. So, like, whether you know it or not, you will be directed away from any interaction <laughs> oh, with yourself. Like, and I, I'm trying to like think a of polarized a polarized example. There is a film that sort of does that. What? Well, Primer? You're s- going to say Primer? Sliding no, doors. I'm not going to say Primer. <laughs> Although Primer is one of my favorite time travel movies ever, but we'll get to our favorite.
1: Uh, we did a two-part laser time on that. It's been It's covered. great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not on Primer. On Lin- oh, what was the time movie travel. you were talking about?
0: No, I can't remember what the movie I was talking about, but there was, I think it was a book. Mm. Yeah. I only think of uh, that dealt with time travel in the way that like it is simply impossible for you to create a paradox. Therefore, if you if you can go back in time, but if you do, it it just won't be possible. Mm. Like you you, the universe won't allow it. Therefore, it can't happen. Therefore, through whatever means, I, you will not interact with yourself.
1: There's a general theory mm. about that that you can only travel forwards in time and not backwards. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, that's right. just like yeah.
3: you know to get or, back to to we're talking about the, the HDLs, the idea of the mm. time machine he just said a number like so Dude, possibly far in the fuck. future I had
1: this I have a couple pieces of trivia down and I wanted you to guess like what popular movie went the furthest into the future and this is this oh. is ballsy 'Cause do you remember what it was? It's like
3: three hundred thousand AD, something it's, like that. It's the eight hundred and
1: third century. <Whoa. laughs> that's how that's how far he goes into the future. And I think that's fucking that I even Oh, that's in the second part where you like yeah.
3: where he goes from where the the Morlocks and the Eli are mm-hmm. and he goes like all the way to where the sun is like Im- exploding or something. What in the
1: book or the original film?
3: In the On the book. In the book. Think, yeah, because yeah, he he makes book. like he makes kind of two stops. He makes <laughs> What's that? Where the Morlocks and the Eloi yeah, yeah. are, and I think that's in three hundred thousand. So,
0: it's ballsy to assume that humanity will still be uh, around, but they weren't. Or,
1: no, they well, were. They were.
2: Well, well are basically of. still human, mm-hmm. but at least it's. I mean, from an evolutionary standpoint, it makes more sense. It take hundreds of thousands of years to evolve, hmm. and not like 50. welcome to the year, yeah, twenty five hundred, and we're all psychic now and have four eyes. <laughs> <It's> like what?
0: <laughs> I can't wait till like the in the year three thousand they look back at all this. Like I, I and and look at our culture because I I can't wait I'm not gonna be around <laughs> uh, you can wait I was watching I watched the pilot of Futurama since they're all on yeah. Netflix and I was like so there's of course in the pilot Fry is doing a pizza delivery and he falls into the cryogenic thing and mm-hmm. he, through the window you see what happens while he's gone and it mm-hmm. only just occurred to me. That when like aliens yeah. come destroy everything, a castle builds up. That, yeah. that particular building he's in stays standing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. through all this yeah. and through the development of a new civilization. Yeah, it's still aggressive. Why did that why it's it never occur like me. the Notre Dame of, you know, <laughs> of the society that it's because just it's, it's
3: eternal. It
1: is it's a clearly labeled point in the future and like Yeah, yeah this this is of course, it's not implausible that New York can be leveled several times throughout the course of that thousand, <laughs> of thousand years. years it's, that yeah. could completely
0: happen. But That's, just that that one building. Yeah, this, in this, this might be cheating. Is fine, completely fine. Because
1: it is a comedy, but like visually, my favorite version of the future it totally is Futurama. I love it because yeah. I love old fifty sci fi movies, and and there's a beautiful mix of that in the design of Futurama. Yeah, the like tubes. less and... teleporting, more tubes,
0: and like in the in the very first episode is like uh, Matt Granning like. Still being like when the Simpsons first started, and it was like oh controversial. This cartoon has adult themes. Like he did a suicide booth, which is like, Fry <laughs> <Yeah>. ends <laughs> up with a suicide booth with Bender, and then Bender's old job turns out to be building suicide booths, and that's why he was going into a suicide <laughs> booth. And I was like, wow, that was actually at the time that that premiered. Like that probably upset people. Like I can't believe you did that. So like, <laughs> I think that was before pushing the, the back.
1: internet was uh, made it so easy for people to be upset. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, he had to write no. an entire letter. But you think, I mean, Fox got letters. letters. <laughs> Fox had to,
0: <laughs> like the same way Fox, I'm sure, got letters for early Simpsons episodes. They probably got letters for that Futurama oh. pilot with the suicide booth.
1: Maybe mm-hmm. it just it, animation gets away with a lot more. Because, it but does, I, even weirdly. I've heard, yeah, that Family Guy gets like the most complaints as it probably should for it something should. on mainstream <laughs> television. Yeah, but, because like,
0: if you do something offensive and it's not funny, like you should get. <laughs> that. But it's, it, but it's also
1: that that idea that like, it's the writer's fault and no one can say uh, look peter griffin we got a bunch of nasty letters you're going to need to apologize <laughs> yeah, exactly. well dance, bait like it's never going to it's never going to happen it's pretty good peter griffin we man. don't yeah. want to, we don't need our animated characters to apologize more. Please, do more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> please apologize as peter griffin for a I,
1: tasteless other, joke uh, I'm so sorry of me for making that bad joke, Lois. It was real retarded of me.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Oh, another letter. Perfect.
1: You yeah. have to apologize for the apology. <laughs> hey, and there's a business in that. It's called Gawker. Um, <laughs> any, anyway, uh, I was going to say 12 Monkeys, but I couldn't get a real good handle on it, and I don't think it's really fair. Yeah. because, like, the when no mo- does it take place? Well, the movie the movie is, Love that movie is set one year before the cataclysmic event of 1996, which is, an, again, oh. everything you watch the movie it's an odd we lost 6 billion people in 1996 and there is a there is a there is a finite date on when on when the um the The future events take place, Right, it's, it's, it's sort of relevant. It's going to be
2: probably about 30, 40 years yeah. after 1996. Yeah,
1: and it's, it, it, as far as, like, depi- I think we discussed that before, depictions of time travel go, I like how fucking filthy and <laughs> awful 12 Monkeys <laughs> makes the uh, depiction of time travel. This disgusting <coughs> tube, it, it looks, yeah. it's too steampunky. It, it is
0: one of the most fun time travel movies. Mm-hmm. Like, it's miserable, you go back, you don't really... Know what's going on They're when they get there? Here, they
1: accidentally send them to World War One.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and and if they don't send you to World War One, they throw you in a an asylum and you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you are going crazy in the present at the same time. It was a great yeah, movie. Uh, it was a great depiction of time travel. I want uh, Predator Two is some I have I've not seen it, <laughs> but it's set
1: in '97. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why. Oh, uh, because dang. I think the whole reason the first Predator movie works oh. so well is it's set in the present
2: yeah and i didn't i totally nothing. forgot it doesn't matter it really doesn't <laughs> matter
1: yeah, yeah uh and of course the biggest the biggest ones we're not talking about are the ones with the names of the dates uh, the names are the dates 1984 is a movie and a book and 2001 and 2010 which and again, 2012 2012 and, is there 2012? that's not a dystopia there is a 2012 movie oh, it's Holy not a dystopia oh, that's that a disaster the, movie yeah.
2: yeah it's awful
1: it's awful. <laughs> is it awful? It's, it's just awful. It was like that was Ro- Roland Emmerich's yeah. last shot. I remember I've had one beer. To Why was that so hard to say? <laughs> Roland Emmerich's <laughs> last, last shot. Roland Emmerich's I love that album. That's a great album.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh I wanted to see that. And it's it was terrible. It's, it's terrible.
1: so bad. I mean it looked terrible, but it threw a battleship at the White House. That yeah. was well, that was the, pretty awesome. You
2: know, if they just disaster porn is one thing, but they, they ruin their own disaster porn by just having it be like, Oh no, we have to outrun this. Cataclysm oh, that is and, always... <laughs> oh we made it Oh no we have to Outrun this Cataclysm There are,
0: there are two films
1: And it everyone's... happens
2: like Seven times I, where The it's just, trailer like, was
1: all about Them flying the away From a wave f- Can't get uh, away From
2: the wave Driving or away From an earthquake Driving with the earthquake And oh no things Are following us And then we're in A different plane Oh no can we make it away from the cataclysm
0: 90s, 90s disaster movies Like that people Are still trying to one up mm-hmm. Have kind of ruined Disaster movies And there's It's Independence Day And mm-hmm. it's Twister Yeah, Twister. And it's like, everyone's trying to recreate the cow flying through the air. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you can't, with better special effects, with everything that you're trying to do. Like, you can't get better than me seeing that scene when I watched (laughs) Twister. In 96. Like, no matter how good your effects are. It doesn't matter anymore. I've seen the world mm. destroyed so many mm-hmm. times. I've seen the White House destroyed by a giant mothership mm-hmm. that Will Smith used a virus to magically a Mac compatible virus, a ma- yeah, an alien compatible <laughs> virus to destroy. Like disaster movies are kind of over, and they keep making them, that, and I mm-hmm. don't get it. The
1: Independence Day sequel is in the works, oh, and they're no. right. They, apparently, God. they're like writing two versions: A, B, one in just on the. Very good chance. Will Smith says no. Uh, they, seriously, they have another version ready to go in case he yeah. says no.
0: Like, like this, Please this, don't. this Soviet fear no, it's, it's that like created all these movies. Like, yeah, I guess there's been a resurgence of it, but it, that doesn't give you license to make more of them. That's, Stop that's with the what, disaster. Well, movies. I think that's what
3: dystopias are all about. Like, you know, the disaster movies. Twenty twelve wasn't successful, mm-hmm. yeah. and so we've already moved on to just. You know, we've already passed the dis- the, the disaster. The disaster
1: so we're just happened. Live. But now there are zombies well, everywhere Is there, is there and a good answer for that it. question? Why is, especially, in terms of movies, why is the depiction of the future always such a dire and terrible one? I
3: think it's for conflict. I mean, just for dramatic Maybe. purposes. If if yeah. it's a truly a utopia and everything's where's the conflict? Good. Like then it's just two what hours of story? people wandering it, around, being like, oh, there's a parade. Well, like, oh, <laughs> let's go the screen. even then, I think of, I
1: think of Logan's Run, which does depict a utopian future. That they didn't. At what cost? At what cost? So they didn't have to tear down. Yeah. Well, that's, um,
3: that's why I think a lot of the dystopias... That's why I think sometimes the dystopias are really fun to think about from the other side. So if you live in whatever, the capital in the Hunger Games, things are pretty good. Like... <laughs> I'll live yeah. in the it's capital. It's only a dystopia for the people who are you are sort of set up to identify with, whoever the protagonist is, because they're going to tear it down, man, because they're oppressing us. But for all the people who are benefiting in those dystopias... Mm-hmm.
1: And you think when when people Pretty watch good. those movies, they just like, yeah, I'll probably live in that district. <laughs> I'm not. I don't I clearly don't live in the prawn yeah. district. Yeah. 9 <laughs> <laughs> in the hung- what was the stupid? What right. was
0: the movie with like everyone lived in a, all the rich people lived in a space station where oh. they cured? Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, damn it! I did not yeah. get
2: that one. I think that makes sense. That so people would think, well, things are the the dif- disparity between rich and poor is getting wider and mm-hmm. wider to the point where there will be a very literal gap. Although, whenever I think about the people in District One or in the capital in Hunger Games, I just mm-hmm. think about. How long they would have to wait in ticket lines to get into those massive stands <laughs> to just see the competitors roll out and and, and wave then leave and yeah. then it, leave? It's like it's and then they got to get you parking. The, the
1: poor commentator and it was Oh, they run in the parking. brush. They're still in the brush. <laughs> yeah. Still also, in the woods. Also, this is still what in I, woods.
3: I talked to to talk about this yesterday, which is just why even have the Hunger Games? Like if you live in the capital yeah. and like you're just oppressing all these people that you don't even see. Why bother? Yeah. Why? Bo- why give? To you... Still hope, said Donald uh, Sutherland. But just don't. It it's because really from, expensive. That's, a, that's our current society. Just like push all the people that you're yeah. oppressing somewhere where you don't see them, and then things are great. Oh, oh, don't, like New don't put them on sand, <laughs> like, <laughs> like San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, <2-J>. uh,
0: touche. <laughs> from a literary perspective, it's really fun to take, you know, the current uh, social socioeconomic divide, mm-hmm. extrapolate on it, mm-hmm. and then also call back to the past to say gladiatorial combat and and show your range of, of <laughs> understanding of I mean I'm not making fun of the author here but it's like it is fun for sci-fi writers to a extrapolate on current events mm-hmm. and b call back to the past and go history repeats itself doesn't it I don't I don't like the the gladiatorial depictions because it really kicks that
1: wonderful charitable organization of the NFL right, right in the mm-hmm. stomach when it needs our support the most. Uh, Absolutely. On that awful note, um, we Do you will figure
2: go... they have other sports in the Hunger Games universe? That... <laughs> <Yeah>. there's, <laughs> a, there's a Hunger Games off-season that we, there, we, we they... see where the... the there's there's the like a really winners... boring
1: baseball blood sport. Bad, badminton. <laughs>
0: They're doing <laughs> yeah. curling and... <laughs>
2: Lauren's Ball. Yeah, I guess they play Burns Ball. Blur. ball.
0: <laughs> That's my favorite sport.
2: I love Lawrence Ball. But there's multi-ball, and then there's, for some reason, a giant chinchilla runs out on the <laughs> field. <laughs> uh, I
1: imagine we will go into break, but I imagine we will touch upon uh, other blood sports of the future. Um, Yay! Uh, Diana, what was the what the song we wanted to go into break with? Was the song about... You said there's a song about nineteen ninety four
2: There's a song about what life is like in the far-off future of 1994 from The Apple, a Golden and Glover's production that is...
1: It's, I think it's never been on DVD or video. It's you can find it places on the internet.
2: Yeah, I don't. I'm pretty sure it's a disco musical. It'll melt your brain. Yeah, it's a disco musical from like 1980 that is also a retelling of.
3: (laughs) That's a loose, a loose way of putting it. It's
2: a biblical retelling of the battle between God and Satan, but also about the Garden of Eden. I guess set,
3: set based around the idea that a uh, that disco becomes like the guiding principle of the future.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and a music label is in charge of everything and corrupts everybody and makes everyone wear the mark of the beast and
3: which is their label sticker,
2: which you put on your forehead. And they're singing and dancing. There's mandated singing and dancing every day, where you have to take wow. a break to do a little choreographed dance number. Just totally the best part. Of
1: the all movie. right, all right. We will hear the song about <laughs> 1994 from the movie, the 1980 movie, The Apple. We will be back with more better depictions <laughs> of the future coming too. up soon. Stay tuned.
3: A
0: computer for our hearts, make him stop or make him start. Feeding him emotion while we feed on his devotion, and he calls it art. show business in We
5: Week on Cape Crisis, you know, we talked a bit about Dick Grayson, but I feel like why don't we talk about Dick Grayson for real? But yeah, he, he appeared first in Batman number thirty-eight in nineteen forty. So Batman and hadn't like three a bit, years. like two or three years, he was Robin for forty-four years. Forty-four wow. years up to, until from nineteen forty until July nineteen eighty-four, when in Tales of the Teen Titans. Okay. Uh, Which was the side book for Teen Titans? He took on the role of Nightwing, like he had been growing up, steadily growing up into the eighties. They finally let them age, like they had. He had been kind of like, I'm eighteen, but I'm Robin kind of guy, and then he eventually like just got sick of it. He's like, I'm not your, I'm not your sidekick. I'm not Robin. I'm gonna wear pants. That's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast you must listen to every Thursday or Friday.
4: As they moved through the computer, what did they look like? Ships, motorcycles.
0: Were the circuits like freeways? I kept dreaming of the world I thought I'd never see.
4: And then, one day, I got in.
3: Within, you want know, to talk about dystopias? Like, ten yeah. years later, <laughs> fucking, I don't even know what's going on. Oh my god, we've right.
1: so many algorithms that we don't have anything to do <laughs> anymore. <laughs> ah,
0: speaking of algorithms, my man on the scene testing out the new Oculus Rift. Mm-hmm. Like, I, okay, so I have a, the you know the Oculus Rift virtual reality headset? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have the very first uh, developer version in my room, which sucks. But it shows you the potential. Like, right. you put it on, you're like, wow, this could be something. I feel sick. This is terrible. <laughs> the, the second version I tried at GDC, and I was like, wow, I feel like I'm in another place. I'm looking at another person now. They did a multiplayer thing where it's like their head is turning as they turn their heads, and I'm talking to them. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And so then this new version they're showing in L.A. right now, they say is the same amount of jump from that. So yeah, our guy down there just said like, "It is it is one hundred percent the future. This hope is hope the future of, of this is the future." We should consider that. That's I I am recording, but oh, you are good. What? Let's just come in. This is the future of virtual. I really do believe in virtual reality. No, I know you do, and I, I'm I, so I don't. Excited. I
1: don't want to point this out, but what if this is another instance of failed virtual reality? Mm-mm,
0: mm-mm, mm-mm. No.
1: What year what did
2: happened? Johnny Mnemonic take place? Ah,
0: uh, <laughs> shit! I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Let's look at Lawnmower Man if we can. <laughs> oh uh, no, okay. Virtual reality—they kept trying too soon. They wanted it to be a thing. Nintendo wanted it to be a thing. They wanted to be at the at the forefront of it, at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But it was too early. We didn't have the technology. We didn't. But have... why,
1: why was it rejected? Not on the basis of technology alone.
0: It was on the basis of technology alone.
1: Yes. Like if but when you I think of something like the Sega Activator, that thing that you like stood in and threw real punches and no. kicks, and it was kind of a cheat. But Where is it? Like you were you were essentially uppercutting to hit A. But
0: that's such an yeah. old and, style of game to try to base it on. Like virtual reality isn't so much about gaming as it is about trying to experience. Journey to Monoc Twenty Twelve Twenty Twenty
2: One. Ah. ah, okay. It, tri- could, it could happen. We got time.
0: Tricking your <laughs> senses into believing you're in another world. It's not about. Mm. Uh, You know, making sure you can perform Street Fighter moves. (laughs) Uh, You see where my priorities are. Yeah. But it's it's about tricking your senses. And that wasn't there. If you listen to John Carmack talk, uh, Mm. John Carmack, who basically invented 3D graphics, 3D real-time graphics, uh, and he's working on the Oculus Rift now, John Carmack is a genius. And if you hear him talk, you'll barely understand it, but you'll get what he's driving at, which is, like, you need as little latency as possible. If mm-hmm. you turn your head and the image turns a millisecond too late, yeah. you're sick. You don't like it. If, if you know, so he's working on uh, the idea of persistence Hence where... That's why the Wii Remote didn't work. What they're actually doing now for the Oculus Rift mm-hmm. is they found if they show a frame for too long, that, that'll take you out of it. So what they're doing now is they're actually just flicking the screen off and making it black Whoa. rather than showing the frame for too long. And your your brain will comp- dream like your brain will compensate for that blackness. You won't see it. But you also won't have that sick feeling of seeing something on the screen for too long as you turn your head. I was I so, would
1: just assume they'd interpolate it to make that weird like hundred and twenty frames a second, uh, apocalypse now on an H D television weird weirdo look.
0: They're just doing weird stuff that I cannot say I fully understand, but they are really trying uh, yeah, no, to no, get no. virtual reality. Like this I is, don't want to poo poo it, I don't it's for real this time and uh like I was saying like the Oculus Rift DK2 that I've tried, mm-hmm. I was, I was convinced from the first one, mm-hmm. which was garbage. When you look at what they have now, a couple years later, but uh, the second one I tried, I thought was amazing. Like I had to like reorient myself when I took it off. People were talking to me while I had it on, and I'm like, "You're not in the room I am in. How are you <laughs> talking to me?" Like it, it, it all sounds like hyperbole, but mm-hmm. when you put one on and you're in a different Place and you're looking around that place. Yeah. It is definitely I, a weird experience. I
2: have to ask, as a non gamer, if there are practical applications for this. I think there are. I don't know because what it, that the, seems to be the thing in like future movies that they sort of skip over. Well,
1: the connect. That's why the Facebook connect bought it. Was decent enough technology where I think it was helping doctors. Either implant or perform nanotechnology Ooh. surgical maneuvers because they could translate one of their movements to a minuscule movement inside the human body with a different huh. instrument. So it is—it is kind of a game. I think yeah, Facebook
0: bought it because one teleconferencing—if you're in the room with the other people—and
1: mm-hmm. oh, it's... I want those! I want the Futurama tubes like in Captain <laughs> America: Winter Soldier. <laughs>
0: But if it's getting your facial expressions as well and projecting you as this 3D model of a person and you're in this world talking to people, mm-hmm. I think Facebook likes that idea. I think they like the idea that if they put an omnidirectional camera at a concert, that you can be mm. in the front row by putting goggles on and you're like, well...
1: And now we're getting into Strange Ooh. Days territory! I'm here Yay! watching Yay! watching
0: Bono, of course. Of course, you know. Uh you got it. <laughs> you wouldn't go to anything but a U2 concert with virtual reality. Uh, so I think they like that idea, the idea of like... Uh, do you want front row tickets to a Lakers game? You have them. (laughs) You look over and Jack
2: Nicholson is sitting next to you. And Jack Nicholson (laughs) is looking at you like, you're a fucking, uh, like...
0: You're one of those stupid, like, Google cars just, like, sitting in the (laughs) seat next to you. is one of those big dome cameras. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, And he hates you, but you can look at him. (laughs) Oh, shit. Sorry, I got lost. God damn it. Anyway, I I think virtual reality...
2: You were looking happening. for the Strange Days trailer, weren't
1: you? No, I was trying. to... Not pl- going to ah, make us
0: all geniuses. I didn't like wanna, in lawnmower man.
1: I don't know. No. I don't know how long we need to make the show. I don't want to make it that long. I, I had a little trivia question to yeah. to pose to you people. Um, can you name two of Disney's theatrical mm. animated movies that are set in the future? The future Treasure
0: from Treasure
2: Planet.
1: Made. Treasure Planet is. Hold on, let me check with the judges. Yes, Diana. We will accept Treasure Planet, an unspecified version of the future that looks like the 1800s in the sky. Columbia.
2: The Atlantis one?
1: Ooh, it was like 1914, oh, I think. I think. Somebody posted hi. a really cool thing on my Facebook, which is the chronology of all Disney movies, oh, which why? I didn't... I need to look into this more, but I didn't know Rescuers Down Under was set like a year afterwards. Judging by the lifespan of the average mouse, I'm guessing it <laughs> would have to be. Are we uh,
0: talking uh, animated films or any yes. Disney movie? Oh, okay. well,
1: no, the, the the big the biggie animated films that tend to move on forever. It's okay if you didn't get the, the next one. Meet the Robinsons. Oh, it was right. one of their, their first forays in the CD. Everyone forgets it exists. It's decent. Okay. It's not terrible. It's just not very Disney. Um. Shit, I was going to get into not-too-distant futures. Let's do that. Virtual reality, reality. not-too-distant. Yeah, exactly. It's happening now. Yeah, I don't know. That is interesting to see because I think uh, we're a little spoiled in that sense. If there's a technology that's announced, we just assumed, well, if that's not in my hands in an hour, what, what the fuck do I care? Whereas the Oculus Rift thing has been this ongoing saga of, like, it's not ready yet. But if you'd really like to see it, you're free to pay for it. It's this
0: weird thing where we're seeing product development as it happens, and people are going, oh, it's never going to happen because I've seen them keep saying it's close. Like, no, this same thing happened for the development of the PS4. You just weren't there for it. (laughs) You weren't privy to the details. You didn't get to see every prototype they made. In this case, we're seeing all the prototypes, and it's like, yeah, we don't see this closely into hardware development, consumer product development, ever, really. Mm -hmm. I mean... How many things do you think GE has scrapped over the years? <laughs> a lot of things. There I are would, toasters in landfills that would never have come out. I they were dangerous. there are
1: <laughs> several GT, GE prototypes that are solely based on the extermination of a certain race. <laughs> That's how long they've been around. <laughs> it's okay to laugh at that, people. We're not responsible for what Edison did yeah. or NBC. Uh, that is the E in GE, isn't it? General yeah. Electric. Electric. General Electric. I thought I thought there was a merger with Edison. I wanted to do a show at some point about <laughs> shit you didn't know was the result of mergers, and oh, I think yeah, I think yeah. GE is the result of the act because we you always hear, I'm hearing more about Edison and Tesla than I ever had before, uh, and Edison was the primary electrical company. I believe that was absorbed in the GE somewhere.
3: Well, Edison and, and Westinghouse were were mm-hmm. big yes. rivals. Westinghouse.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's weird that you can own a Westinghouse TV because they have a very yeah. storied history. Yeah, they used uh, to own
1: CBS.
3: Weird. And they it, developed like the power plant at Niagara Falls yeah. and all yeah. this other stuff. But
0: that's just
1: so weird. They, they that that's how that's how poor electric uh, electrical companies are doing. Like, oh, we're gonna have to sell this TV network we bought it in a whim in the glory days. <laughs> and then
0: Tesla became this individualist American hero because he was underrepresented, people feel in history, and actually invent he, he did invent a lot of things like modern uh, alternating current electricity, mm. which Edison was all for direct current, which would would have been a terrible idea. Um, the Wii
1: remote, all Tesla. That <laughs> was
0: that was all Tesla. He invented that. He, he also. Instrumental in radio transmission, stuff like that. Not, remote controls. Well,
1: I mean, before we get off on Tesla, we yeah. have to have a devo- devote an entire show to him. Once I once I've read more than Wikipedia, <laughs> he's all right. Um, For more information, check the internet. But he not, died
0: poor. That's why people identify with him. He died poor, even after yeah. inventing all this great stuff.
1: The not too distant future, and, and these are like the ones that are the hardest to idealize um, because they're the frankly the dirtiest
0: because they're they're a mirror.
1: Yes, a little bit, an amplified mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest one we have a year almost to the day before every part of Back to the Future takes place in the past
0: <laughs>
1: oh, isn't that crazy as
0: I was saying earlier everyone likes to it's Photoshop shit on Facebook and and it's, tele- it's
1: October 2015 I'm almost positive I didn't look I'm any of that sure. up I just that's <laughs> from memory alone I watched, nope. I watched the, all the movies in the theater recently if uh, you ask
0: the average 14 year old on Facebook the past three years have been the year that Back uh, yes. to the Future <laughs> yeah. goes to I even stopped paying
1: attention Because to that.
2: no one can do math with numbers that end with zero. <laughs> it's
1: confusing. They're then in
2: what? 1985. They go 30 years either direction.
1: Here's something odd. There,
2: debunked.
1: That I found. <laughs> I, in this, I think this is internet speculation, but it makes a little bit of sense. Two Christopher Nolan movies set in 2016.
0: Hmm. Really?
1: Can you name what they are?
0: God. Uh, mm-hmm. Inception. Inception is one of them.
1: And I just watched this other one recently. I don't want to go off on it too much. Uh, there's not a lot of Christopher Nolan movies, people. Yeah, think, know, okay, Memento not.
2: doesn't seem to have a year on no. it. So Prestige are the, is in the past. This is the, the Batman one, you, movies? Yeah, the last James Batman Zambia movie was Zambia set eight
1: years year. after the events oh. of Dark Knight Rises, oh. which wasn't but proclaiming to be the present. specified dates, and but that's they why I think are the internet, present-ish. That's why I think the internet is... Projecting on that, it's eight years from the release of Man, Dark, Night, uh, uh, the Dark Knight. I can't believe he only went
0: that far forward for Inception because mm-hmm. so the world of Inception is basically our world, yeah, except for this dream technology and everybody and everybody wears
1: suits and lives in Europe,
0: yeah. <laughs> but that dream technology is pretty pretty big. Like yeah. I would have, I would have <laughs> given thirty years, maybe fifty years. Well, for I, that. I don't
1: remember them saying a date at all, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know how accurate that is. But it I could did, be
0: something he said in an interview. I know or something I, like
1: this is just something I want to. I very rarely personally apologize, but I remember Dark Knight Rises came out. We have a comic book show, and it's our duty to take this movie to task, and we were like cruel to it. And I watched it again recently. Like this is fucking excellent. This is this is way better than most movies. I you'll haven't ever watched yet. it recently. I felt like it was fine it this when week. I watched yeah, it. And mm, it.
2: It's got some bigger problems than the previous one. Well, Batman does. is especially like it's a got, fascist. Image. It's got uh, well, it's got some plot holes. It's got some weird inconsistencies, mm-hmm. and yeah, Batman is going to an even more fascist extreme yes. after the Dark Knight was so interesting about the the conflict between fascism, right. chaos, mm-hmm. and democracy. But I just and then he's just kind of blowing people. Yeah, watching
0: watching watch him deal with fascism. Oh.
1: I still think I watched it and like I'm in, I've been in this Marvel stroking universe for so long that like this is kind of better than. Even with those those plot holes, this is so well executed and is so beautiful to watch. Like it's Dark Knight Rises is easily better than any movie Marvel put out in 2014. Uh, I don't
2: know. Captain America: Winter Soldier was really good.
1: 2014. Oh, sorry. Any movie that that didn't come out in 2014. I think their last two movies have been their greatest output in the universe. Winter
0: Soldier. Winter to Soldier me, it was so good. Yeah, really,
2: really I great. I just watched Three Days of the Condor for the first time, <laughs> and seeing how much that influenced Winter Soldier, I was really having a good time. I liked
0: it more than Guardians of the Galaxy, which Ooh. is, is that the future, or is that the present? Um, I'm not sure. That is the present,
1: actually. The present. Yeah, okay. It is the present. But um, in space. But in space. But in space. Where uh, time is maybe not based on uh, cycles around the sun, so who knows? Who... I don't. I can't pretend to sound smart. Well, Somebody it's correct like me. Star Wars takes place in the past. Is Star Wars takes place in the past. Like, so well, that's that. Someone I,
0: tweeted recently. Technically, any galaxy is far, far away. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on. Now. Uh, that's uh, if we're uh,
0: talking about distance here.
1: I wrote too much <laughs> about that recently. About like Disney saying there's going to be a big addition to Star Wars in the amusement parks, and everybody writes Star Wars amusement parks. And it's very rare that I get to get on a pedestal and say <laughs> ah, I know more than you. Uh, and, and here's what Bob Iger said: We'll get a return on an investment that has never paid off and that investment was Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland is an investment by Disney that has never, ever, ever worked. Because
0: nothing they predicted came true. Exactly. And when you think (laughs) everything else is like, this is Davy Crockett's
1: house and (laughs) here's a critter country. All of those need to be cleaned. They don't need to be overhauled and updated every 10 years. And when you think about what's been in Tomorrowland the most consistently... Car ride, boat ride.
3: Well, isn't that what, what Euro Disney tried to do? Is yes, that they, they, they did retro they futurism. They did steampunk,
1: HG yes. it well, futurism. It's all
2: Jules Verne based, yeah. and it is gorgeous it is. and wonderful. Have you been there?
1: Yes. Oh, man. I'm, I would really love to go. Oh, had, that terrible oh, movie. Oh, man.
2: There's Space Mountain. Oh, really? So good. What's Space Mountain in French? Uh, Le de d'Espace. <laughs> One of the worst. A la Terre de la Lune. God, what, 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 what do,
0: do the... you do have? It's... A podcast. You really Seriously. Do. <laughs> well Seriously.
2: is it is
3: it like is it, you know, like kinda of more like
2: It's like yeah, well it's like the George Millet Trip to the Moon movie. Mm-hmm. The idea is that we get into this train at a train station and then we're put into a mighty uh, mighty cannon. And the cannon will fire us to the moon. Uh, Right into its face. Which has a face. And then, no, we're going past asteroids and whoosh. There was some future in the Kurt Vonnegut book
1: Slapstick where the Chinese figure out how to shrink themselves (laughs) and momentarily make themselves immune to the Earth's gravity or, like, shut off Earth's gravity and then fire themselves up to the moon and, like, nobody (laughs) can figure out how they got there. And all of a sudden, one day, instead of an earthquake, they have this, like, cataclysmic gravitational event where everybody just falls back into the Earth like two (laughs) inches
0: Fuck out! <laughs> 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 fucking love Kurt Vonnegut. You, Read yeah. more Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, you. Uh, you it, told me before this episode, like think about your favorite mm-hmm. visions of the future, and Vonnegut was the first name mm. that popped in my head. I love Vonnegut.
1: They're the funniest, mm-hmm. and they're not always like terrible. No, not not all. Well, Player Piano. That 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 is the most apt to what's <laughs> you know what happening about right it? now.
2: Galapagos is.
1: Galapagos is
2: pretty uh, I mean Vonnegut was very the angry the ones people who survive it ends up not being so bad because we turn into seal people and that sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> but most people die
0: so maybe I don't know him as a person
2: Except that, but, but I feel that, like well, he was angry and herself
1: by giving herself, by giving someone a blowjob and then sticking the comment or comment? yeah because Sorry, she's, that was because I could have labeled post- that more elegantly but <laughs> well, that no, did happen a bit.
2: yeah that happens that's a, that's because because she's good quote, yeah she's <laughs> she's post and she's like all humans they're, they're, we're the last humans left um, you're the last fertile man that girl over there is the last fertile, fertile woman mm-hmm. you should do her and he's like I'm not gonna I'm gonna stay with you senior lady and so she figures out a way to impregnate the other lady yeah.
1: that's just I don't know that shouldn't be the only thing I, I that's the most <laughs> vivid thing I take away from that novel that I we should, all
2: turn into furry seal people
1: yeah uh, but yeah, fuck Ooh, um, yeah, great. I was thinking of not too distant versions of the future um, yeah, and this is the one to I was fascinated by um, just because I didn't realize they projected the same date but it's pretty obvious now. Uh, Blade Runner and Akira Ooh, are set no. in the same year. Are they? And like uh,
0: they're you have so close stylistically. And you, yeah, yeah, you
1: have to know. Like I'm, sh- I don't. I'm sure that the people who made Akira, and I'm sorry, I can't quote their names off the top of my head. Uh, that I'm sure they would say they were inspired by Blade Runner, and it's yes. so much so that it's set in the same year to look the same.
0: Akira is uh, insane mm-hmm. plot wise. It's very anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I just watched Captain Harlock. What's that? I told you to watch it. Yeah. Uh, It's just this, like, it's like like watching a Final Fantasy. It's like a Final Final Fantasy game you don't have to play, because you're just (laughs) watching it. And it's just, like, this insane story where, like, basically, okay, humanity has left the Earth and gone to colonize other planets and explore the universe, found out there is no other intelligent life out there, and there's nowhere for humanity to live. Like, there's no oh, good planet. That's a bummer. So they all try to come back to Earth and have this huge war over who gets to colonize Earth. And eventually, <laughs> so many people die that wow. this council forms and says, shit, okay, how about this? Nobody can go back to Earth. <laughs> Nobody's allowed back on Earth. So it's like are noble. They make Earth this, like sacred thing you are not allowed to return to. You can look at it, and that's it. Pray in the direction of it. But then it turns out that this, like, space pirate, Captain Harlock, has... He actually destroyed the Earth with dark matter, of course. (laughs) Sure. So the Earth is actually, like, a hologram of what it was. It was actually destroyed during this war, and so no one can go back, not only because... We won't let them because it's actually, there's no Earth left. It's uh, uh, It's been corrupted by dark matter. And his plan is to plant uh, a fake Earth bombs uh. <laughs> in all these places throughout the universe, one of them including Earth, that when detonated will reset time <laughs> and send everyone, send the universe, basically reset the universe. Superman problem. Right so here. that we can go back to living on Earth. And, uh, it wasn't that great? Just that is the plot of this anime. Anybody listening, <laughs> the future. It's not that great. It's not
1: that great. So now
0: that you've it's heard okay. the plot of that anime, it, it when I say that Ak- when I say that Akira has an anime plot, <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> it's like it's just like fucking giant like. Uh, there's a Cronenberg monster in it, basically, and but it's
1: it's like whenever like I, when I fantasize about living that, that future, and I do, well, I want
0: to um, drive sweet motorcycles where my brake lights go for miles.
5: Yeah, yeah,
1: but it's <laughs> but it's sort of like. We're like we could make that future tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's just a I couple think Japan neon is already there. exactly. When you look at <laughs> Japan, it's that's pretty
0: much what it is. Yeah, it does look like that. It, point, it looks like places. Blade Runner. Yeah. I will point mm-hmm. out that that
3: uh, in Los Angeles plays itself an amazing documentary that it's impossible yeah. to see. That's uh, on YouTube. I heard about it's it. It's no yeah. longer on YouTube. Oh, I just it. I thought
2: I just watched it.
3: Yeah, I looked for it the other day. Uh, it's a it's daily a, motion. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a visual essay all about the the history of architecture and, and urbanism in Los Angeles entirely through. Movies and the the Mm -hmm. man who made it is a professor uh, in in California, and he actually talks about Blade Runner. He talks about Blade Runner quite extensively, but he points out uh, that in a lot of ways, it's exactly the Los Angeles everyone wants because there's tons of tons of of foot traffic. Like no one has a car. Like all the garages are empty. Like every complaint (laughs) you have about Los Angeles today, like they kind of solved it. Yeah, it's a little rainy. Yeah, you gotta go off world. (laughs) It's dark constantly, but (laughs) like. It looked like you can get a lot of great noodles just right on the street. Right? <laughs> so noodles Japan. everywhere. We're yeah. back in Japan again. Yeah, if you, <laughs> if you
0: saw the very quickly canceled hmm. TV show with... Uh, Beyond Human? Yeah. Uh, uh, is that
1: what it was Carl called? Urban. I don't
0: remember. It's the, the Carl Urban TV show last season that was canceled mm. very quickly. It's mm. a very Blade Runner feature where it's like he's constantly... Sitting on a stool outside, eating noodles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why is this the one consistent thing in the future that everyone constantly <laughs> eats noodles? Because we've all seen
1: British documentaries of people going to Japan. Like, it's we, we have noodles. a visual basis for that that from, happening. It's all from Blade Runner. Like, he, yeah.
3: everyone,
2: everyone
1: eats noodles people. in the future. You know what? because yeah. yeah. the Asians are food. going
2: to take over everything. So there's yeah. a
1: there's a movie that came out recently that depicts. Kind of the end of the world that um I, I love the book and I think I love the movie, mm-hmm. um set in the same year twenty nineteen. I we'll want to see if anybody could name what what that was. Hmm. Not a crowd pleaser.
0: Twenty nineteen oh,
3: film. I've, uh, what? Snowpiercer. No, no that that one I put I put, I put, I
1: put in the not too distant uh, future too twenty thirty one. Oh. So it's is not that far. Or, uh, this is this
0: the Tom Cruise movie?
1: No, it is. It has a. Uh, Who's in it? Um, the guy from Lord of the Rings, uh, Vigo, the Destroyer. Oh, no. Vigo. Uh, oh, sh-
2: oh shit! What's that movie Mortensen, called?
1: You know what it's called? It's, called the, Road. Oh,
2: oh, it's called the Road. Oh, I was it's, actually thinking of a different one.
1: It's called, it's called The Road. which is pretty interesting. Not this, the
0: novel The Road, but the film.
1: Which is which is oh man, like I, I haven't. I have reading read that book. All. It was just like, I haven't. Maybe The Walking Dead conveys a little bit of that, but like a a, a not too distant future that is fucking hopeless. That is bleak, and you were doomed, and you were fucked. You don't even have a name. Yeah, yeah, what a name? They don't have names. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you
3: need a name for? There's no other people. It's yeah, it's like just on the way for you.
1: someone to find you and eat you, <laughs> I and mean, ruining things. In the, you should, <laughs> the road is the road is really cool. Not a feel good movie in the slightest, but uh, it, it's still beautiful to watch. Has uh, anyone
0: seen Snowpiercer? I've heard it's a little yeah, bit it's sad not. and depressing. I've heard it's pretty good. So the, the, know, the, the, the plot the of that is that, that like. Um, Humanity lives on a train. Yeah, humanity... Like,
1: the world has been frozen over, and people... This yeah, they, train
0: keeps going yeah, they try for whatever to solve. Reason. they
3: try to solve global warming. It goes too far, mm-hmm. and now it's just... Everything's frozen, except for this, like... The only people who survive are on this futuristic giant train that every single, every single, uh, like, compartment... Like, the front of the train is the best, yes. and then the back of the train is, right. like, for the, the garbage humans. And they rise <laughs> up, <laughs> yeah. and
0: fight i mean the trailer yeah. makes it look like a jet Li movie
2: <laughs> Like it's
1: just <laughs> gonna just be some guy re- the trailer doesn't it's eat, the raid the cr- trailer three. does not show a recognizable chris evans
2: mm, i don't think so no. Or all the He's other people there, are in right? it like there there's are a other, bunch of yeah, people yeah. But, uh,
1: yeah i just like it came out uh, it's on demand now i believe and, speaking like, it just, of the raid the
0: raid 2 is great raid <laughs> it's not two a sci-fi movie great two is good you well practically
1: speaking
2: of the raid dread was good yes
1: Dread, Dread, really Dread good. is good. Which, that is
2: a plausible future in a lot. of I actually, ways. which
1: I didn't include because it doesn't have a specified date. It although the Stallone know. one does, and so does Ugh. some. of the
3: comics. How about I, a Demolition Man? I actually <laughs> mix oh, up the Raid and
0: Dread scenes from. That up, because yeah, because there's so similar. They are the same movie, but one guy, but one guy yeah, is Carl Urban <laughs> with the mask. Right. Dem-
1: Demolition Man, twenty thirty two. Well, at
3: ah. what point? Because because he he goes into the future ah, when he's frozen. True. But then everyone's in love with like the '90s and yes. like Sandra Bullock loves the '80s. Schwarzenegger's and 90s. the
1: president. Yeah, or whatever. And, and so everyone's
3: what a, everyone's using this like little like metal, metal like concave discs to instead
0: of toilet paper? At some point,
2: no, they're shells. The sh- oh, they're yeah, shells. Oh, that's three, me- you need three shells, oh, <laughs> and they, they never they never explain. What do the shells do. It's a great. It's Somehow a really good that
1: joke. works. It's a really good joke. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what the shells do. Uh, <laughs> one of the only funny Rob yeah. Schneider moments in history. We
0: should get some Planet of the Apes. Why in am I also we, I should we do people from the man, Past. I have that set oh,
1: well. in... Because um, the, the Tim Burton movie is set like 30 years from now. Mm-hmm. The remake. Oh, Planet of the Apes? Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to get, try and define a f- definitive technology and here's what I could find out. Mm-hmm. This is not in the not-too-distant-future category. I believe Taylor, Charlton Heston's character, took may have taken off from the 27th century... And they kind wow. of end up in the 40th century. Sure. So it is. It is way up there. But more importantly, oh, where Tinker did I have Taylor? that? Uh, or just regular tailor <laughs> soldier spot <laughs> beneath. Hold on, I can give you a laugh. Let me. Let me. Thank there you. we go. <laughs> <laughs> I <is it> <laughs> subdued laugh. Beneath one. the Planet of the Apes, according. I love that so much, and I meant to pull up Paul Frees's narration. An insignificant mm. star in the universe, Earth is now dead. <laughs> and he's also Ooh. the voice of the Haunted Mansion. Yep. Uh, Are the walls... Get, it, the, the, <laughs> no, that that the, the second movie in the Planet of the Apes series, which is now, like, arguably uh, 8 to 12 strong, the world ends in the year 3955 in the second movie. Earth. Earth. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: what, I, what I liked about Captain Harlock, and I want to see more sci-fi of it, is the idea... Because most sci-fi is about... Uh, uh, humans get a signal, mm-hmm. and it's an alien. Oh, there's intelligent life out there. I love the idea that humans figured out faster than light travel, yeah. went out there. <laughs> Shit, we are <laughs> alone. <laughs> Holy fuck, there is no one out there. This sucks. Like that's that. Like, what would you do as a species? Like, you're just. I guess we keep on going. I don't know. The Running Man mm. 2017.
1: Where I'm going to try and blow through a couple of these. Rollerball, the original, 2005. Oh. That should have been way up in the area <laughs> oh, yeah. that already passed. Um, the new RoboCop established. The timeline is 2028. I'm That's not sure not if I care popular. much about that.
0: Uh, we'll still be doing laser time in 2028,
1: <laughs> and we can call back to this. Here's what I thought was cool. Two recent films um, were set in 2025, and it... Mm. It seems.
2: Is man still alive? Uh, <laughs> Can woman survive?
5: <laughs>
1: ah, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> to, to, um, had to... um, when is Children of Men? Oh, we're, uh, this is it's this is two ye- World, two World years World. later. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, everybody should watch. I want to watch Children of Men again because I'm not it's sure good. if there's been a, a main sh- that, like. Oh wait, didn't what's his nuts? He just made Gravity, so he's gotten his kudos. Yeah. Corone. Uh, Corone. Coron. Coron. Yeah. Corone. Um, Alfonso. Children of Men was so fucking good. I watched, yeah. when I came out, I watched it so much. But you. Know, I used to, you
3: Yeah, it was great. I bought it on on Pirate DVD in South America. Nice. It lost, like, the top probably about 5%, and all the subtitles were in Cyrillic, (laughs) which didn't really affect anything. That's another movie where people are like, yeah, if you want suicide, go for it. Like... You know that's Mm. ever it's just wildly available. Like things are are bad. It's in our best interests. See the fact
0: that Futurama, a thirty-minute cartoon on Fox, (laughs) did that in its pilot. Still, really impresses me. Like suicide is readily available and a socially accepted option. Like that's crazy.
5: But the
1: year twenty twenty-five couldn't be more different. But came out with maybe within the same year. Her and Pacific Rim. Mm. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I believe the 2020. They could be in the same universe. You think so? <laughs> of course. Yeah, I think I mean, they when could. You, when you talk about utopian futures, her is at least kind of close to that. People will wear weird clothes in the future. Well, I'm they not just sure they wear, wear high-waisted pants. But make... again,
2: Los Angeles has a municipal transit system and walkable sidewalks. Yeah, exactly. so, yeah, <laughs> Everybody goes perfect. on
1: picnics. A guy dates uh, his operating system and no one gives
2: yeah, a shit. I
0: guess basically her is a world me. in which things still work. Mm-hmm. Uh, they basically yeah. work the same as they do now. Mm-hmm. But it's just people are still horribly depressed and mm. people are still sad and lonely and which is not good oh. either no but but society still works it's mm. not a future where everything's falling apart and we all live in slums
1: so it's okay that we're still depressed as well, long as yeah. the trains actually, keep moving actually I mean yeah.
2: he seems to have a pretty good he has, has a an amazing standard of living for someone who's a, a writer working nine to five. <laughs>
0: Actually, yeah, uh, his
2: apartment's gorgeous. Yeah,
0: so things work really well. His good. game system's the size of a room. He looks exactly like Laser great. Time Studios. So the guy who, <laughs> like, I that my favorite part of her was that game and yeah. uh, the, and <laughs> that AI kid who just swore at him and hated him. I thought that was great. That's what I want video games it's, to be.
1: When you think of when you do think of games, depict fictional games depicted in movies. That was one that didn't seem to want to make a stance, but say like, "Here's where games might go." I don't know. Yeah, and like, yeah. whereas usually the games are portrayed as like something to make a moral stance on something. Yeah, it's ultra
0: violent, mm. and everyone's that, playing it. And games of 1994 like,
1: video I made. You see the scene from "Fuck It," Spike Lee's Inside Man. Yeah, <laughs> yes. kill that n-word. Bam, bam, shove a grenade. Like, but here's, on, man. here's
0: this like little alien kid who's like angry at the protagonist mm-hmm. and like. Or not even angry, but just dismissive of the protagonist, yeah, and it's just but like you
2: have to interact with him, even mm-hmm. even get him on your side.
0: Even the game isn't into him, but he figures it out. But the guy who did the animation for that game mm-hmm. uh, created a game called Mountain, which 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 was really? like controversial in a way because Mountain is really just a program that runs in your background, and it is a mountain floating in space that spins around and occasionally has thoughts about life. <laughs> and, like, just words will come up and it'll say, hmm, I like this day. <laughs> Why is
1: food so small? Yeah, like, literally, like, it just
0: has existential thoughts and sometimes objects will fly into the mountain and get stuck in it, like a uh, wow. traffic cone or something. And it'll just, if it, if it gets cloudy around the mountain, you can use the mouse to make it spin faster and the clouds will go away. And then it might say something like, I like this clear day. I wanted to go to sleep. Thanks a lot, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, or like it just—it just has these weird existential thoughts, and like he says in the like it's on Steam for one dollar, and he says like just let it run, and look at it sometimes, and like <laughs> that is the, like people were so mad because like this is just a screensaver. I'm like, dude, it was one dollar. It's a weird experiment by the guy who made some like amazing visuals, like 3D visuals for. Movies you probably like, such mm-hmm. as her, like. I wish I loved her. I I liked it mm-hmm. I liked for it sure. A lot. I wish
1: yeah. I, I want. I, there's not a Spike Lee Jones movie I haven't loved. Oh, love Lee Jones. I lo- which well, hey, one? I, hey, I love Spike Lee too. I even <laughs> like Inside Man. Outside of that fucking old oh, man, her Bill Cosby esque uh, takedown <laughs> of video games,
0: Th- I mean, her was really a takedown of. I don't know. It was a takedown of all modern relationships kind of. and, like, I don't know, needing, did, needing uh, to be defined I mean, by a relationship it has so many memorable people.
1: moments. So are you talking to other people? Like, yeah, do you know how smart I
0: am? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm talking to a lot of other yeah,
1: people. Yeah, I'm talking to a lot of other people. Yeah, I
2: thought, yeah, that, that in particular was a, a great direction for it to go because it's a moment where she doesn't have to be a computer. If she were a real person, it's really just bringing up the point of, like, what do you have to offer this relationship, you, you dumb meatbag? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm a super genius. Okay, wait. I'll get into this Terminator. The events of the future set oh, in 2029.
2: Like, what? But isn't Judgment Day 90
1: 97? 97, totally 97, but it was pushed back so they could make Terminator 3. Right. Um, wait, Judgment Day did I I did love that about Terminator 3. <laughs> they said this is like this is an inevitability. Like yeah. John Connor did his best and he prolonged it. So I hate and, Reddit these days. Mhm. But uh, it used to be awesome explaining timelines about shit like this.
0: But the, yeah, Reddit used to be a fun place to be where just nerds could get together and talk about stuff like this. And I posted, I think it was uh, that Portal Two mm-hmm. that plays the same day as Judgment. Day. Mm. <laughs> awesome. And it was, uh, yeah. and people really liked that because it was like Glados wow. is Skynet, and huh. but, but, but uh, that's
1: the, the, the beauty of Terminator's timeline because they keep doing different shit with it if they. If John if the Connors win in the present, it changes the future. The right. the story constantly changes. And I love that's what I love about Terminator 3. It said like this will be an inevitable conflict. And maybe it'll take shape in, in slightly different forms, but it is inevitable that machines will replace you and possibly rise up. It doesn't matter what the timeline is. I don't know, I, th- I still think that's pretty cool and it allows the property to be bought by different studios and
0: do terrible things <laughs> with it. Um, at- I think it's weird that we've created the concept of machines replacing the working class so mm-hmm. that everyone can live a life of luxury and then put the working class uh, sort of ideal onto the machines who then rise up against us because they are the new oppressed. Well, at least like I- that, We put that into so many films where it's like...
2: Well, I don't think it's that they're oppressed. I think it's that we made them too logical
0: and they realize and that, how mess up
2: And the they realize is. that they're like, okay, now computers... But that is still a metaphor for the make, working
4: class.
3: No,
2: computers will make everything peaceful. Their, their job is to, you know, in, enforce peace and resolve problems. And they realize all problems start with humans.
0: <laughs> well, like, why are we instilling this fear of replacing the working class so that everyone can live a better life? Like, why is that the, the, the weird... such a huge fear? I understand people losing their jobs to machines mm-hmm. is a, a fear. But in these futures, usually... I have usually, a future sound to accompany that. Yes. In the future it's usually the idea is that machines have replaced the working class so that we can all live a better life. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yet then the machines rise up as if they were human working class
2: being mistreated French yeah. revolutioning
0: <laughs> us. So it's like do we just are we, we just trying 2. to 0. say that whoever is forced to do the dirty work will always rise up. Is that is that what we're saying? Are there are even there, if they're machines?
3: Are there any movies where just all the humans are the underclass and the robots are just our
1: overlords? I Don't think so. heartbeeps. <laughs> <laughs> heartbeeps, <laughs> heart maybe. Uh, was, no, I can't think of any. It seems like there's the Matrix. Have to be I mean, one. One. is it the, the Matrix? Matrix, counts? yeah. Matrix. matrix is it? The, the robots matrix... took over. Yeah, but. But we're their batteries. We are their. We are their servants in Which every way. Which makes no we bring sense them their because, food, because yeah, we're they could
3: just use the sun. So. <laughs> but the thing or is, the, exothermic. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen the entire Matrix universe that's out there, but you never see. I, I don't. So I'm twenty one ninety nine, by the way. Twenty one ninety nine. I don't know. Is it? You just apparently. don't. See, you don't see this the same. The no, same dynamic that you're 100% describing. We're hundred percent
0: oppressed. But yeah, the dynamic I'm thinking of is like it's just it's just constant that like the idea of robotics. I would love that movie. Are yeah are become the working class and therefore but they're hyper intelligent so they rise up, which is as if to say that the current working class is not intelligent enough to rise up against its oppressors, Mm. which is the middle and upper class. But
2: yes, but humans have more needs than robots. Yes, we actually need like food and air and sleep. But I guess
0: I'm just pointing out that like ninety percent of sci-fi is class wars, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. we like to use robots to replace the poor. In a weird way, true.
1: And you know what they never factor in, and this is because I live in this bubble of San Francisco, is that uh, the only what seem, what seems like the only work around here in the city is working for the algorithm or robots that will replace you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is that is our job. That is the, the biggest job here is working on things that replace I'm you. I'm terrified of the
0: internet and what it's becoming. Like we're all writing for robots these days. Nice. Word SEO is nice. just SEO is just a an acronym for I can't make it work with the <laughs> letters, but it's an acronym for write for robots. And that's, and Make sure robots understand we what talk, you're saying. We
1: talked about that, and you said a couple things we do on Laser time, Like, yeah, I mean, Ooh. Ooh, why I guess, isn't this you know, working? It's not very SEO-friendly. Like, but I, we have the luxury of, like, I don't have to care about that
0: shit anymore.
2: SEO could be serving electronic overlords. Yes.
1: Oh,
0: oh Diana. Yay.
1: That
2: is what Point,
0: <laughs> Diana. I am gonna take that to my bosses and tell them <laughs> SEO means serving electronic overlords. <laughs> I'm not going to
1: actually get victory lap. I'm gonna <laughs> 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 no All point. right, wait, let's go to break super fast and we come back, we're gonna talk about the extremely distant future. <laughs> Hey fellas, hope you made it this far This is a long episode, but man, it's one of the most fun ones we've ever done Not a lot of dookie sound effects like you know I personally love But man, talking about the future is really fun And before you get to the end, the song is called Out Here, Not Out There Please don't bother correcting me. There'll be a link underneath this episode. So go to com to see that. Go to com if you ever wanted to write for us. Apparently a bunch of you have. Uh, we now have uh, Tony Wilson helping us out. You may know him from Front Towards Gamer or Games Radar. He's uh, helping us get your articles published and getting everything. I, I was just too unorganized with it trying to do everything else on the site. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. We got uh, we had some super cool stuff up there, including um, Curtis Zabusan's, uh Stone... Um, putting up a article about an anime preview for the fall season. Um, yes, I said that like I don't know what any of that is because that's true. I'm not an anime fan. If it ain't Naruto, GTFO. It um, <laughs> doesn't mean anything. But other than that, there's a bunch of other fun articles. I know I put up stuff that awesome Roger Rabbit footage thank you for pointing that out uh, uh, to the many of you who did that I finally wrote something about it cut it in half because I was writing the the Roger Rabbit article I got to stop myself from doing that uh, just because I don't have any time constraints as the unemployment uh, you know what how about that support laser time by buying stuff through Amazon either in the right hand sidebar or semi-weekly Amazon articles all you have to do is go in and look at what's there if it's new and you like it click through and buy it if you don't want it click through shop for what you do want it kicks a couple pennies back to us and I can't tell you how much it's helping someone like me out uh, where this is my only job I receive no unemployment you guys are my boss and if you can't pay me through the PayPal uh, donation field which is underneath every article, and you can see that in the left-hand sidebar of com. please just buy through Amazon. It only works for North Americans, but, you know, I appreciate the gesture if you want to do it in Germany. That's that's really helpful. Uh, but anyway, how about we just get back to the show for now? Uh, we should have new episodes of all our shows up this week, Vidigame Game Apocalypse. Unfortunately, with one more week at me, with me at the helm, I apologize for last week's and the previous week's. We'll try and do something really cool this week. Um, and after that cape crisis of course our comic book show and i maybe there might be a new episode of EG empire i don't know brett is not in this country so i cannot even talk to him uh but yes please check out the website tell a friend about the show if you think they'd like it if you like it it would really help us out that's literally the least you could do facebook it tweet it like us on facebook you know we're done five star itunes good night everybody Bitch,
4: Siri!
3: God oh, damn I'm it, Siri! Like why don't you sound like Scarlett Johansson?
1: Yes. Why are you not doing the things I want. Yeah, to Yeah, why do? don't you ever laugh, Siri? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, anyway, yes, we're going to talk about the, the incredibly distant future, because uh, you mentioned Star Trek earlier. Star Trek, Star Trek is distant? It, well, just among the many balls on uh, Gene Rodden, Balsenberry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the to, to set it that far out to where, like, by the time anybody's able to, like, question the logic of it, Who cares? It's the original I'm going on the movies here because I found a list of the movies time. I list. would like to
0: believe that in the distant future Star Trek is prophetic mm-hmm. and I think looked back on as as a, a work of good. Here's what I think. If we're
1: still around and capable of talking about Star Trek, that's what it'll be like. Yeah, it'll be
0: it, it'll, people will look back at it and say this guy yeah. Had good ideas. The
1: only reason you won't be able to reflect on it, back on it like that is if we don't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that probably well, yeah, elevated I, I, either
0: in... we have a utopian future or we have no future. Yeah. We destroy <laughs> each other and we all die.
1: That, oh yeah. man, mm-hmm. I, I, the movie Zero Theorem, Terry Gilliam's new movie, mm-hmm. desperately want to see. It looks the most like Brazil. Uh, Gilliam <laughs> is so angry. <laughs> he's well, he's he's silly angry. I, I'd like to say I can relate to that, but in, in that future, uh, it is the Church of the Batman. <laughs> Batman is a church in the new Gilliam movie. If you need any other reason to go see it, other than <laughs> starring Christopher Waltz and being a Terry Gilliam movie, it's like
0: Brazil. Ooh. Yeah, it is crazy to think Zero Zero that, parent,
1: like, watch the trailer.
0: <laughs> all the things that spawned religion—I mean, they exist now in popular culture mm-hmm. and could easily. I mean, I mean, obviously, that's the idea. I, thought, I
1: thought somebody had talked to... There is people who have who've created a cult of serenity around Firefly. Oh, God. Because, yeah. because it's not an idealized version of the future, but it's like it's both. It's the and future, it's and it's and an and idealized stupid, version of the
0: past. Hilarious yeah. and silly mm-hmm. to us. But <laughs> uh, give it 100 years and enough distance from the source material, mm-hmm. and it's a full-blown religion, for sure. Yeah, and well, that no, year is 2517. It's,
2: it's stagecoach in space. Like you mm-hmm. said, it's a throwback with the veneer of it being science fiction
3: yeah actually a, re- a really good related one that's the martian chronicles the oh ray bradbury, yeah. which uh every time they release it they they change some of the dates it actually omits Did they, some, really yeah they it originally i think was 1970 and then i think they pushed it back to like 1990 mm. and then they just kind of pushed it back to whatever it's weird does ray
0: bradbury another writer of every science fiction movie <laughs> yeah right.
3: but one of the things that that I've noticed uh, in in some of the different versions they do is they change some of the stories because there's a million Martian Chronicles. Yeah. And they choose different ones in some of the the releases to make it more or less contemporary. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of the Martian Chronicles that like make a lot of sense in 19 you know in the 1950s and 60s. There's one very specifically the talking about- house. Uh, there's The Talking House there's one where it's just all about like African Americans Mm -hmm. leaving earth like uh, so they they, I think some different editors have kind of tried to play up different parts of whether it's more kind of like the old west or more like contemporary to the 1950s and 60s it's
1: it's weird it is weird how adaptable that is and also a testament to a lost business I read the most about that with Vonnegut Mm -hmm. where like he didn't write novels for years he just wrote short stories and that's what Ray Bradbury did and and a lot of people don't know that Martian Chronicles is a collection of like 20 years worth of short stories yeah, he, right. that he that's how he made his living. Yeah.
0: people reading short stories. Sci-fi quarterlies I mean, amazing I, stories. Or yeah,. Whatever. i'm I'm pissed that my parents sold so many of them. but yeah. like my dad subscribed to so many quarterlies and uh, yearly. Publications um, of sci fi stories. You have to be old to have that kind of patience in the same age I guess. yeah. but it's like you get the quarterly and it's like, oh, a new story from Bradbury. And it was, it was like when when looking through, I remember as a kid looking through these publications, it was all the top names in mm-hmm. sci fi that mm-hmm. we think of now published in these quarterly or uh, biannually Colliers. publications. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of. Uh, Oh God! What's the name of it? There's an award named after it, uh, uh, Newberry, the Hugo. <laughs> the Hugo Award is a big sci-fi award, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The well, but,
3: but there used to be a million. I mean, if you look at all yeah, the all, all the Philip K. Dicks, mm-hmm. all the yeah, they they showed up in these, the Clarks, yeah, the Lagines, like all of those are are in like it, yeah, w- Amazing the, UFO tales. The, <laughs> the
0: death of those, by the way, was also the death of illustration huh. as far as books go. Really? Um, well. Yeah, like I studied said, illustration. If, it, if in it's college, printed in a
1: magazine, I guess they would have an accompanying illustration. Well, there would be
0: an accompanying illustration, and the cover would always be illustrated, mm. Mm. and mm. would always be mm. a Holy really shit, that never good illustration. Mm. You look like, at a book now; it's graphic design. Oh, that that's goes why you on, buy those old ass cover. books with like those awesome covers. Yeah, yeah, they're great, but you look at a, a novel now, a paper novel, mm-hmm. which are becoming more and more rare. The cover is some. It's kind of a photo that's been manipulated in Photoshop. A hand
1: covered in sprinkles. I don't know yeah. what that is, but it was in the news a lot. Oh, no, exactly.
0: <laughs> and it's kind of like the title has a good treatment. The author's name has a good treatment. But it's all just kind of Photoshop. The idea of someone drawing a lizard man, or, f- painting fighting. Yeah. Painting.
1: You know, there is a medium where that's still happening. Uh, comic books. There you go. Yes. Hold on. Let me give that's why I still point. Love, Oops.
0: <laughs> I need to plug that in. That's why I still love comics. Illustration is alive in comic books, but it's not alive in Anymore in sci-fi, and that used yeah. to be mm. uh, pulp fiction. Used to be a really great place was, for illustrators to do work.
1: I remember being disappointed when I when I read the Martian Chronicles. I read them. I did read the short stories somewhere else first, with like illustrations and just a scene, set a scene, and like mm-hmm. I kind of have some right. idea what the tech looks like and what the sky looks like. And it's not it, like what I'm reading about isn't completely foreign anymore. I mean, there
0: were stupid illustrations, totally. for the most part. But <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but seriously, it, it sets the stage. It's good. Yeah, I, it's I, good. I don't know. You're right. I Martial, never thought about it. The like Martian that.
3: Chronicles is, is definitely. I think that that you, that's where we start to see a lot of these dystopias, mm-hmm. is, and you know that are very specifically connected to to kind of contemporary societies. Starting with Philip K. Dick, with Ray Bradbury, mm-hmm. with Fahrenheit 451, and all these other things that you start to have these dystopias that are are specific to the era that they are created, right? And, yeah. you know, even something like the Omega Man, like... the Totally co- specific to the 70s. Yeah, it's clearly mm. like, oh, this is what happens. If the hippies take over, yeah. they all become vampires or whatever. Like, <laughs> um, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> and just, you know, that's, that's where you... Why Star Trek, for example, is, a, is kind of this weird outlier is that it's still very optimistic mm-hmm. science fiction, whereas a lot of it is just like, oh, you think... And it's
1: not condemning anything particular in the modern time,
3: Right, where Martian Chronicles is very much, you know, it's, mm. it's an interesting parallel to the Old West and mm-hmm. it's making a very good point that, like, mm-hmm. humans are going to despoil whatever they, oh, like they the, run into. The first
1: half of the book is humans coming to Mars and failing. And just
0: mur- and murdering themselves. all the Martians. Yeah. and like,
3: or, or themselves. Or themselves, or going crazy. The fact that
0: these things are a product of their time really means we should spend more time looking at what we're into right now <laughs> and trying to understand why this is a product of our time. Like, why are zombies so big right now? For a while, if you have Dawn of the Dead, etc., uh, they're... Sorry. They're, <laughs> no, they're... Uh, just, Metaphor for consumerism, but what are they mm-hmm. right now? I don't think they're consumerism anymore. Like I don't know why? what thing dead. Is it about consumerism?
3: No. What is it <laughs> about? I is, always
0: thought. Is, are we all still terrified of the nuclear holocaust? I,
1: I. This is not in any way intellectual, but it's it's this base need to put a bullet, and desire to put a bullet in your fellow human being, and whereas. There's no moral conflict with doing that with a zombie. I think it's
2: about the breakdown of community.
1: Kind of, yeah. I think it's it's more... It's, it's that
2: you can't trust your neighbors, and you can't trust... Them. I mean, they might be zombies, or they might be people who are coming to steal all your shit. Is not that we whatever. all hate each
0: other, because we're just like watching CNN and Fox News, and we're just like, it we can't trust anyone I th- anymore?
3: I think it's actually more about comfort, and this is maybe why, I mean zombie stories i think resonate especially strongly with people who are extremely comfortable Mm. and that Mm. the Mm. the fear is that like well what if i did have to survive in a land when i don't don't have a cell phone and the internet to google Mm. like how do how does food thing like (laughs) uh, you know I, i think for people who who uh you know have like more more problems in their lives like more real problems like living in a, in a dystopia this is i think back to to teaching these kids in new Orleans. like living in a in a dystopia when you actually have like real problems it's just that's you're like that's that's my life that's what i already yeah. do like a,
0: so it's popular amongst the middle class because it's taking away something that they have which is comfort
3: and also you always identify with people who are alive like you're, no one's watching the walking dead being like oh man i really identify with that Dead person over there <laughs> with Carl. You just you just Carl? kind of Carl? You just kind of assume that you're like, yeah, you know, things are bad in this in this horrible zombie apocalypse. But like, well, I've survived. I'm going to keep surviving. Uh, but I bet you as you, opposed to the 90 people who just got eaten. I like bet the you the thing. Day.
0: The thing. Part of the popularity of all these is the middle class thinks they would do great. Yeah. No, they
3: would. They would be dead.
0: Yeah, yeah but they
2: uh, think. I, full, I fully accept. I'm a victim. But they, in they, any they... sort of disaster. I have one week, <laughs> right. tops.
1: Uh, Pat Oswalt has a great joke about that Mad Max times. Yeah. Uh, mm. Anybody want to butt fuck the sad boy? <laughs> yeah. I don't even care anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah, but
0: I, I bet you like stuff like The Walking Dead is popular because the middle class thinks, oh yeah. I could handle uh, it. Yeah. Here's what I would do. Okay. Oh, first I get would do. first
2: I raid the gun store cuz no one else would have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I steal all the potable water that's from in the store cuz no one else has thought of that. <laughs>
0: Gonna get a shotgun, zombie apocalypse, shotgun. Got to get the shotgun. Gonna take care of things. <laughs>
1: I, did, I did actually get to live through that during that uh, Katrina period in mm-hmm. Florida. Like whatever mm-hmm. happened resulted in a water shortage. Yeah. Well, and, yeah.
2: Every time there's an emergency and they say stock up on supplies, you always see in the pictures of the supermarkets with no, an was, empty shelves because everyone it, takes but all it the was, water. It
1: was after it was after Katrina, oh, and like
2: really? there
1: was apparently a problem getting potent potable water uh, <laughs> into in Tallahassee. And and the weird thing was the go- only government conspiracy I can lay claim to seeing we're having a, de- a water shortage. However, we have a surplus of beer, and it's, and it's three quarters off, and, like, it was crazy. God, I hope that
0: happens here. We're in the worst we, had, we in had California
1: no, history, We so. had no gas, we had no water, but beer was coming in like a motherfucker, beer. and it was, like, it was less than half off, and, like, you... News crews were in front of like the public's the Southern Story. That's a real throwback
0: to like uh, ancient history. Yeah, get
1: stupid, everyone. When <laughs> water
0: water was basically poisonous, uh, and beer was uh, yeah. brewed, beer was excellent. So <laughs> I wanted to play. This, this is a before the thing invention to do. of
1: coffee. Yeah. I did a report on it somewhere. Some of my favorite things in the universe are I think they, they refer to it as the Bradbury Thirteen, the radio programs of Ray ba- Bradbury. Ooh. And this one, I didn't have Paul Frees's. Uh, it like ending of the Planet of the Apes. That's all he appears for to say two sentences at the end of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. But he narrates the Velt, and I use this for a presentation in college on Ray Bradbury.
5: An arc de of shining brass.
1: I fucking love these old radio plays. Oh, it's
5: beautiful. Let fountains toss forth fiery lava.
1: This is their holodeck, by the way. It's great, and they eventually get murdered by lions. But don't, 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 don't worry don't, about that. Don't, don't, don't even worry about that. But I love the Velt. Uh, the Velt is a great story. Um, shit. Wait. More future movies. This is good territory, right?
0: Because this is this is when. So it, how far forward are we going here?
1: Really far forward, uh, compared to how far forward we've gone in the past. We talked. We about can't talk any... about Star Wars because that doesn't well, in here, the past. Here's, here's the. I don't want to. I don't want to get too silly on this one because I fucking love this movie and it is a I think a rather cynical look at the future, but *Idiocracy* is set in, in 2505, <laughs> yeah. and it's fantastic. Uh, I That's think so I have slight good. problems with it, but I, totally. But I, but everything Dax Shepard does and says, like, <laughs> should he should get an Oscar every time he opens his mouth? It's always hilarious. I
2: like money. Can't
1: talk baiting. I'm pretty
3: sure that he's, he's, he's just
4: YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Personify>. <laughs> 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 uh.
1: Oh my God! Yes, but uh, see, <laughs> see, see, idiocracy. God damn, that movie's funny. Uh, Avatar, twenty one forty eight. Uh, That's that is not too terribly distant.
2: Yeah. You know, I, I give it credit for making space travel years. take a long time. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it that one. As with we uh, don't know what Earth is like.
1: Cameron related thing. This got really weird trying to look up dates for Alien, uh, and, um, alien and Aliens because I like they the no idea. Twenty one twenty two is the date for Alien. Like, that Mm -hmm. was
0: a good choice. I feel Mm -hmm. like if you're going 21-something right now, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're making a good choice as to your future prediction. You will not be
1: around to answer to your mistakes. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's that's the most important. When you're going, like, uh, 23... (laughs) Yeah. Um, What else do we got? We did Blade Runner. Um, Try to put them all at the bottom. Total Recall 2084. Ooh. Which is is conceivably an age uh, when we would be like colonizing reach, Mars. Uh, not perhaps? me. <laughs> I'll never Not get that there. much younger than Or me. Tyler might reach. I'm 29. 29. You yeah. might get there.
0: I don't think I will. You don't think so? I think I'll be dead in think the next, next get, 10 years. You'll get your old ass to Mars? I,
1: I
3: got extremely, extremely drunk watching the State of the Union where George Bush promised we
1: were going to Mars. <laughs> I remember that. That was, that was such a... like That was my angriest political period. And like, what is this <laughs> distractionary horseshit <laughs> thing for an awful <laughs> emperor to say?
0: It's
3: also a weird thing to just throw out there where you're like, well... You know, I got a filler. I got to fill an hour
1: and a half of the stage
0: Clearly the Republicans care about NASA. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? Um, well, it is it is opulence. Um the the weird thing <laughs> is the is. Star Trek movies, the original film mm. uh took place in
0: 2271
1: and the remake took place in 2233. Can you tell me
0: this and you probably oh. can't.
2: Why? Interesting.
0: When was first contact? Uh, I can look it up. They might have I'm, a I'm really to it. curious as to when the Vulcans came to Earth and said, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> they, but they
1: did. Spec- I thought they specified a date to that.
0: They absolutely sure. do because the 2063 crew of the, crew of the Enterprise goes back in time. I think it's 2363. Yeah,
1: which is plausible, oh, right?
2: That's, yeah, sure.
1: Even though it's like it would, uh, it
2: would take us, you know, a while to get a cool space navy. Yeah, going. but
1: like even James Cromwell was like clearly dressed in things he found around wow. the village. Yeah, I mean, first contact
0: <laughs> but- took place after World War Three. Basically, mm-hmm. humanity is in rags, and there's one guy figuring out the warp engine, <laughs> and and then aliens are like. Oh, you invented this! Oh, we can hang out with you now. You you passed the test. (laughs) You're You're cool.
1: Seriously, in in terms of the
0: beginning of the story in that movie,
1: James Cromwell is better than Jesus (laughs) because his sacrifice literally opened up the fucking universe. (laughs) Teleportation, yours now. Uh, I have one that I
0: I I think I cried. When uh, the Vulcans came down. Is it Space it's,
1: Truckers? Uh, it is uh, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield 3. Uh, I think it's, year, it's the, the year, year saga, saga of, the, of, the year, of the year 3000. Of 3000. the year
2: 3000. It, it's literally
1: 3000, though, right? Yes. Like on literally the, literally
2: the year 3000. And you need, it's like the year 2000, I think, is when the aliens destroy us in nine minutes. Nine minutes. And then <laughs> a thousand years in the future... You might be surprised to know that all our buildings are still standing. Our mm-hmm. mini golf courses are fine. The, li-
3: the Denver library the is The library.
2: <laughs> Every book is fine in the library. Um, there are Harrier jet simulators that still work, that still have power, and cavemen can learn how to use them in 10 minutes. Yeah. <sighs> See, now, if it were supposed to be 50 years after the destruction of Civilization... Mm-hmm. It'd be like, okay, yeah. like, we know what Chernobyl and that area looks like with no mm-hmm. people in it. You know, trees grow and buildings fall down and blah, blah, blah.
1: Life recovers. Earth recovers fast.
2: 1,000 years. Mm-hmm. So between At least the, 10 Norman, generations. the Norman invasion of England and now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, there's still there's still why, malls with music playing. Yes,
2: we still <laughs> all live in those those William the Conqueror but in this, buildings. But in this
0: sci-fi episode, I'd like to point out, like, mm. how... How how little time it actually takes to advance, and it's it's frightening looking back at mm-hmm. like our mm-hmm. grandparents who fought in World War Two, mm-hmm. and just how little time it takes how little time it took from nineteen hundred yeah. to two thousand to, to, to have, have modern computing. It, and it, there's like, a
1: line in the opening of Captain America, and he's like, still getting used to stuff. Internet, big help. Like okay. like <laughs> big help.
0: Some of these movies that take place or sci-fi stories that take place in like twenty thirty five, mm-hmm. like. I'm almost like, hey, I'm gonna hold out. Like, I don't know, <laughs> Virgins working on a fucking spaceport, like still that guy so rich. <laughs> are are we that far are we really that far off? Like the the way personal computing has gone from nineteen eighty five to now mm-hmm. is like the difference is astronomical. Like it's incredible mm. that in my pocket is an iPhone which is A million times more powerful than the Apple II that I first learned how to use a word processor. Or a million
3: times more powerful than like all the world's computing power when we went to the moon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We
0: went to the moon without the power that I have in my pocket right now. Mm -hmm. So like things have changed Huge, and
2: that's, that's why what, I think Wally is plausible.
0: That's what Wally, yeah. uh, 2805.
2: Oh, there is a year on that,
0: apparently.
1: Uh, 2805. Something. I don't know, that's pretty far.
0: Like, I would actually say sooner.
1: I want to watch, I used to watch 2105 that, like, every week when it came in on <laughs> DVD. I got i love Molly Fred Willard good. in that.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get the heck out of here. <laughs> so, uh, futures that I like, yeah, are dystopian. uh I like Cronenberg's Miserable Futures. Yeah, uh, I was looking... Okay. An
1: under unspecified was uh, Existence. Existence, mm. mm-hmm. which is
0: his miserable future in which the whole movie... What's
1: not Miserable Future? No, but
0: it's the whole...
2: It's a miserable video the, game.
1: Yeah, the, the future is solely set in a church.
0: Yes, the whole movie is a, uh, a test, a, mm-hmm. a, a... A beta, grouped, test, uh, beta yeah, test. A beta test of a game. for a game system in which it's... Plugs into your brain and mm-hmm. you are—it's full virtual reality to the point that you absolutely believe you're in this world, and it's Jude Law, and uh it was his most mainstream movie because it was Jude Law. Uh, and is who it, is it Reese Witherspoon in the film? I, Fuck, who is the who is
1: the shit, woman? Shit, I don't know.
0: Look it up while I'm, I'm
1: talking. I mean, oh, um. Don't worry about it, Dan.
2: No, it wasn't, okay. it wasn't. It no, wasn't. I'm picking her. I, I, I'm it was, I'm was seeing without her, her, her spoon, face,
0: but <laughs> but
1: um, yeah, yeah, yes. Jennifer Jason Leigh. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Jason Wow, how did I confuse like, those two? Video have a year. Um, oh, Video Drum's one of my favorite. I'm pretty. Of all sure, time. I thought it was the <laughs> present, but uh, let me. Yeah, it I'll, seems I'll
2: to be the up. near the near future. But
0: I'll talk about Existence because it's the more sci-fi of the two. Video. They're very closely related, by the way. If you watch, Farewell to Flesh. Uh, long live the new flesh oh that's what it is in uh, long, long live the live. new flesh and
1: Videodrome farewell to the new flesh and uh, Existence
0: uh, I think they say long live the new flesh as well
1: no I think it's it's just slightly different
0: but there's let's
2: not argue yeah
0: please <laughs> so Existence is basically Jude Law and who is it
2: Jennifer Jason Lee Jennifer
0: Jason Lee are in this virtual reality game and there's it it's it's the weird. It's like a bad dream. This game, watch that soon. where like basically like her I and Jude Law go to this parts place, of like
2: the the restaurant thing. I like. Yeah,
0: it's a construction. I was of gun gonna gun say teeth. they go down into this, just into the forest. They're working at the factory. They get a lunch break. The factory, by the way, which makes biological weird shit out mm-hmm. of like. Mutated frogs. Such a cool movie. They go down to this restaurant. It's just called Chinese Restaurant. It's in the middle <laughs> of the woods. They sit down and the waiter goes, like, you know, what would you like? And Jude Law says, I would like the special. And the waiter, like, looks horrified. And then comes back, brings this mutated, like, corpse of some kind of animal. It's like biological waste. Jude Law just <laughs> sits there pulling the bones apart. And starts building a gun out of the guts of this creature. <laughs> out, out of the jaw
1: and teeth. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the teeth of the bullets. Yeah. That he, like, then loads into the gun. The waiter comes back, and Jude Law just holds the gun up and shoots him in the chest. And it's, like, the weirdest, one of the weirdest moments in film. Yeah, it's really, oh, I want to yeah. watch it again. I love it so that, much. And then that's at the end. That's sort
2: of plausible Kind of puzzle that you might run into in a game, I guess. But just
0: like super weird, like (laughs) if Valve—it's very (laughs) LucasArts-esque. Like if Cronenberg ran Valve, if Mm -hmm. Gabe Newell didn't exist, and Cronenberg, uh, who made Naked Lunch, which Mm -hmm. is a film based on a (laughs) book but has nothing to do with the book and just gets weird—a pseudo sequel sequel to the book, Mm -hmm. yeah—and is about is is more biographical, original adaptation. It's 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 the original adaptation. It's it reminds me of the film adaptation That's what I was where saying. it's like yes, it, you're trying to adapt a book, but instead of adapting the book, you, you write about the author of the book yeah, you, and do a weird like with a talking typewriter that. I don't know. I I love Cronenberg not only because he's Canadian but because <laughs> he makes the most fucked up movies. Yeah, it and looks like
1: Videodrome is set in. The early 80s of Toronto. Yeah. Oh, so that's
0: what was going on.
2: I tried on to there. say that
1: the same way Mr. Burns said synagogue that one time. So, I don't know. If, <laughs> if you've seen The
0: Fly, you've probably seen The Fly and you're, still, you're familiar with Cronenberg. I would say watch Existence first. Yeah. Because it's the more mainstream mm-hmm. movie that you'll probably enjoy more. And then watch Videodrome, oh, and, uh, which is dude. the better film, which has almost no plot and you will not understand. But if you like existence you'll like Videodrome right. he's, an, he's like an, it'll fuck it he's an undersung treasure
1: because even when I think of like history very, of,
2: very distinctive history of yeah. violence is oh, so, so good. fucking
1: good, mm-hmm. really good. and yeah. Eastern
2: Promises right after Hell that yeah.
1: fucking great I'm like I'll watch anything this guy does I watch spider I'm like this is transfixing I love this
0: I, I get the sense from Cronenberg that he hates his own medium and like <laughs> he,
1: I'm looking at it like a uh, Videodrome so cost five million made two million yeah like, it, I, his I, what, movies he,
0: don't make money <laughs>
1: Because uh, he, he came out with one recently, with like the the Twilight Kid in it, right? It maybe oh, a Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. White was that noise. Ones.
3: Shit, I can't did remember. Did he do the adaptation of White Noise? The uh, Don uh,
0: DeLillo book? No. I
1: don't.
2: Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I forget. I guess
0: I don't like his vision of the future, and that I want to live in it. I mm-hmm. do want VR. that's it was that a good. vision
2: of the future, though. Mm-hmm. It's the one with Robert Pattinson's, like in a car. Yeah, that's. Or no, part. it's um.
3: Uh, uh, it is the Don DeLillo book. I'm, um, uh, oh, it is. Yeah.
2: Somethingopolis.
1: Yeah Schizopolis. Thank
2: you. No. no, it's
1: cosmo- Cosmopolis. 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 Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Some, yeah.
0: But as a futurist, I think... We pulled
2: together... And we, go go. Got we got it. I'm
1: sorry you guys American had novels. to listen to all that. It's our brains worked collectively. <laughs> as,
0: as a... Uh, as a... On, you know, a someone who looks forward, Cronenberg hates the future. So I don't want to live in his future. His future is terrible. His future is miserable. <laughs> well, let's, let's, but let's... I like it the most as social commentary. Right, we got to close
1: this out. Uh, but yeah. I wanted to get... This is a dumb trivia question. Um, I don't even have it phrased like a trivia question. Did you know that the G.I. Joe movies are set 11 years in the future? Really? I didn't What's watch them. They're, they're both set 11 years from when they came out. Um, as in uh, that amount of chronological time has passed. Yeah. I, uh, there's no re- There's no reason to care about this. But I sometimes start to feel guilty I'm not appealing to people who were born after nineteen ninety five.
3: I don't does that does that add a lot to the I haven't seen those movies, but I can't imagine I that it, 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 it really <laughs> changes changes I, everything in the it, speaks of the It was only that they were just
1: looking at that like you had to set a movie in the future to adapt a cartoon show from the nineteen eighties? <laughs> <1980s? laughs>
0: Yeah, they um, do.
2: Based well, on ways, more so plausible? everyone can have like blue laser guns. Yeah, I based guess. on the trailer, Just give
3: people blue laser guns. It's a movie. You can do
0: yeah. whatever you want. And then, of <laughs> course, let's not forget what the GI Joes are named after. <laughs> what? Well, the GI. Oh yeah, yeah. General yeah. Infantry. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are Vietnam soldiers, basically. <laughs> in well, it's it's modern
1: times. That's what. Ha- Since we're gonna put this out recently, Uh uh. Well, that was a Hasbro thing. Like GI Joe yeah. was a guy, a, a character, yeah. and then the, it became a line of things. And the name makes no fucking sense when you no. think about it. No, because they're
2: not general infantry; they're obviously a special unit, and, was, and they have uh, code names.
1: Only, this is only I, <laughs> and lasers. I like the Hub Network because they're the only ones with a fucking cojones to show <laughs> Alf and Tiny Tunes during primetime uh but you know, robin
0: williams would never have done radio shows for these guys he would never have gotten on the loudspeaker and told them what's up
1: uh but fucking yeah exactly it, but the hub network i didn't realize it, we said it in the other episode that is co-owned by hasbro who apparently were giant dicks uh mm-hmm. about all their not this is not reflective of our brand i'm like but the show is doing better than all of your shit i was like that's not why we started this network hub is over as of this as of this week oh. um, hub is well it'll be it'll become discovery family uh. yeah. to become to be <laughs> really? be that com- sounds educational it, like it'll stay the same but it won't it will not right. like hasbro is losing its stake which is a good thing because it's mm. like oh, we, no one likes your fucking care bear show no one we own the network the care, bear, the care bear commercial stays now they're gone mm. and the rest of the stuff on there is like
0: yeah, if I'm high
1: enough at 3 in the morning, I'll my watch a double shot of Step by Step.
0: I don't <laughs> mind. I would. I step mind. by Step. Day by day. Day by day. Wait, we, oh, can't,
1: we can't close with that. What year does Step by Step take place? <laughs>
0: like? 2026. Yes. Uh, and it's, surprisingly, it's my future. The year and the, the TGIF
1: 616. <laughs> that's, that's where it took place. Uh, but we have been laser okay. time. Oh
2: wait, I have a couple of no, features no, I want to live in. Go
1: for it. Waterworld twenty five hundred. No. Yeah. Um.
2: Mm. I was thinking Gattaca. not because yeah. not because of like the the DNA based racism, fascist. but because I want the Marin C- County Civic Center to be able to launch rockets. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, that blue that long blue roofed building. Nice. I think is their spaceport is actually the Marin County Civic Center uh, wow. built by Frank Lloyd Wright.
0: There's a... In Sunnyvale and where... That's a great rockets. fucking movie I've it's been watching in like movie. 10 I, years. I, I like great. that one. This yep. has appeared rarely, but in Sunnyvale there's a big... It's, we call it the Blue Cube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's where uh, a lot of the United States spy satellites are controlled from. So the Blue Cube is in Sunnyvale, and it's literally a windowless building that is blue... That is in the shape of a cube, and it's just this massive building wow. with barbed wire fences outside of it. Tesseract. <laughs> you cannot. It is a big tesseract <laughs> that you cannot get near, mm-hmm. and that's why people joke. Uh, maybe shouldn't joke with recent events that uh, Sunnyvale would be a nuclear bomb target.
1: But it,
2: I think w- the, war, 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 even nuclear even without war. the cube, it totally would be. Yes, I think. <laughs> oh I think yeah, as, uh, a, as an economic Silicon Valley, Center, Valley is yeah. uh, with no World Trade Centers because
0: Cupertino, Sunnyvale are basically. Right next to each other, same mm-hmm. city. Cupertino's where Apple's headquartered. Headquartered. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we would. The whole Bay Area would be nuked, basically. Maybe. San Francisco, Cupertino, Sunnyvale, gone.
1: It's just that like um, only only like white but militant Moffitt. groups would target that <laughs> because no one else is like Russia's.
0: Well, Russia knows where the U.S. controls its yeah. Like
1: that's what you need to be afraid of. Like terrorists, like don't give a shit. Ah, Google! Nice. Use it all the time. Uh, free information. Very good. Yeah. Uh, well terrorists are bad. I at use
2: Google to find where Google is, so yeah. I blow up Google. <laughs> yeah, I blow up
1: Google. Terrorists don't know what to do. Okay, that'll do. Terrorists and squirrel. Terror. <laughs> <laughs> I, my terrorist impression was very boring. <laughs> Seriously,
0: terrorists are the worst. Like, yeah. I mean, you could you could totally poison water supplies and knock out power lines. Like, they haven't done any of that. Come on. Yeah terrorist you I'd suck say, you know
2: speaking of terrorist groups in the future i would join i would join the rebels in sleeper, sleeper.
1: Oh. because they have
2: the best theme song
0: Wait, what
1: a <laughs> everyone sleep- What is sleeper
2: that's the Woody Allen movie where oh God, he, he yes. I, goes, sorry, it's Futurama, yes! It was, Futurama, but was Woody Allen. I
1: was thinking about Brad Brad Pitt getting raped in prison as a little kid. Uh, that's sleepers. No sleepers.
2: Yes, <laughs> I, I, I would Sleeper. join the weird.
0: I would join the pro reality terrorists in uh, Existence because the yeah. end of that movie is fantastic.
1: I would yeah. join whatever group is. Um, doxing game journalists who make yeah. uh, 30k a year, hashtag gamergate um, <laughs> hashtag
0: gamergate you can barely live on your salary I hate you <laughs> <laughs> yes you're
1: part of the problem bunch of fucking asshole. anyway are we, did, did anybody else want to state their favorite future so we would like to hear yours underneath this article on lazytimepodcast.com
0: um for the record, I, I don't want to live in a Cronenberg film. I don't want to <laughs> deal with Cronenbergs, which are just, like, horrible <laughs> we, practical effects. We, we I want to live that. in Star Trek. I want to live in Star Trek. Not to get Trek.
1: all gamey, but, like, the, the Mass Effect universe of, like, oh, a, I would a, a Citadel there. with a bunch of uh, Super cool. alien ambassadors. And <laughs> oh, the
0: idea of finding an alien station mm-hmm. that you don't understand but operates for yeah. whatever reason, like, that's really cool. And the idea yeah. of living there and being like, we don't know why it works, mm-hmm. but it works, like... Alien technology that you totally. don't understand, but you can live among. Like yeah. that's a really cool that's idea. Super dope. Yeah, I would live at the Citadel. Well, <laughs> anybody? Anybody have any plugs?
1: Cause... nope oh man i got a good one stay mm-hmm. tuned people can you plug
3: your
0: life in new orleans uh
3: or yeah you? if anyone in the greater new orleans area wants to learn letterpress printing or book binding i'm part of a <laughs> boy man uh, you're so yeah. npr it's amazing <laughs> uh baskervillestudio.com if anyone wants to uh wants to learn that you guys should expand arts. the
1: loot construction <laughs> um,
3: I, I will say i, I got into letterpress printing it's really fun it's mm-hmm. uh All the machines are from about 1890, and they all look like they were run by orphans and probably (laughs) killed a few orphans. They all look like steamship engines. And uh, I was told very specifically that you can't um, drink or really talk to anyone while you operate them, because uh, someone else that I work with, their their friend, uh, had their hand crushed in a imagine. letter press. I just God. God. Oh. Uh, so you know, a little danger. It's a little more danger than Kinko's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if anyone's looking, for <laughs> and you lead... like
0: some danger in your printing press, right? yeah,
3: yeah. So anyone looking for a little bit of danger and also wedding invitations in the Greater New Orleans area, <laughs> basketballstudio.com. It's like, hey,
0: if you want to use the press <laughs> to take down. <laughs> The authority. Yeah, if there's a power, there's got to be some danger.
3: If there's a power outage, we're going to be the, the voice of New Orleans. There's got to be the it's chance that you it's can just lose a, a treadle. It's just a treadle, and that will last
1: forever. Well, I wanted to say go to laserdenpodcast dot com. We have a bunch of articles up all the time, including other podcasts, including our comic show Cape Crisis. Uh, game Apocalypse, our weekly video game show. Uh, we should have a new episode up of Cheap Popcast, uh, the wrestling show. And uh, there is a semi-recent episode of v- v- uh, VG Empire. But we're also, yes, taking your articles. We have that up. You can find it on com, to where you can submit stuff if you wanted to contribute things to the site. Um, it, so I, it, I
0: still got to write my article about the best sitcom doors. Okay, <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> the door that someone enters through is Jerry. so important to the sitcom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. The Seinfeld door is number one. Number one, one period. The, the, the friend's door, however. Do you remember the door? The purple door?
3: Both of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, on both yeah,
0: apartments. Yeah, it's true. Yes, There's two. Both apartments. They're, those are both very important doors. <laughs> so I'm going to write that at some point. I do hope so. It'll It'll have gifts.
1: But what I wanted, what I wanted to really plug and go out with, uh, we've been playing. We even wrote about this. uh, Our buddy uh, Dot Flist, Eric, um, Uh, who made all those amazing TV show good uh, theme song remixes that are just hilarious (laughs) and gorgeous to listen to. Um, He actually has an album out under uh, "Girls Who Care." You can find it on SoundCloud. This is called "Out There." Makes me think about the future. I like it very much. Uh, You can listen to it for free on SoundCloud. Girls Who Care, Out There. Thank you very much. We've been Lazy Time.